Welcome to this Ludiverse podcast, episode 25 with Sunday Nobody, one of my favorite artists right now in the world. I think he will be one of the biggest artists. And we're going to dive into that in the podcast. I just wanted to say that also probably watch some of his videos on TikTok or Instagram to give you some context um, because we talk a lot about it. Um, but we're going to dive into all of that um, and why I think he's so amazing. Also, you know, this podcast I want to talk about has turned into more of like a legacy interview podcast rather than having like a show every week, which my, was my original tension you know it's just logistically not working how much money and time it takes but when i meet awesome artists or if i have super amazing people who i want to interview and have a conversation with um you kind of pull them in and that's what it's become so i'm really happy that you know i'm still doing this and there's a lot more coming and amazing artists that i meet through the internet or in new york city so i just wanted to say that and this podcast is sponsored by no one so um you know you can pick up some merch on slitterverse.com uh to support me uh some awesome hoodies other prints and everything and you can use the code uh, Pod for 15% off everything just to support the, you know, these conversations and keep this all up and running, get yourself some swag. So without further ado, Sunday, nobody episode 25. just dm'd me the other day basically being like do you have you done a podcast mm. and i was just like done a blanket no just it felt yeah. like a uh, i don't know what my hesitation was to do it before probably yeah you were nervous or yeah. you didn't want to show your face we're going to kind of get into that mm -hmm. you're um i think i wanted to like a separation of church and state and um when you were like you want to come on the pod i was like i don't know i kind of like having um you know uh ambiguity yeah and but i also think that when i like when i saw that shane from stuff made here my favorite youtuber mm -hmm. had done a podcast i was like let's go yeah it was amazing well, yeah it's everything you want it's well, like just a little bit more yes. insight and context into the, their backstory because I it's such a agree. you see someone online and you're like where like how do they possibly come to the position for them to mm -hmm. do the things that they're doing mm -hmm. And it's really interesting getting backstory to it. Yeah. And also you get like such small little tidbits and crumbs of their persona on those big mm. projects like Shane and stuff made here that you probably like relate to or agree with. And you're like, dude, just like, let me get some more of that. But like, those are script, like it's scripted when, and like when I yeah. do my videos, it's, I've sat with those projects for so long. It's not the way that I interact with people. I'm not like, hi, I'm right. You know, right. It's those videos are like a single layer of the onion. Right, but I'm saying you still get glimpses of like his normal person, like, or like when he gets frustrated or how he yeah. uses a hammer or those little things, how he talks about it anyways. That's why I love these podcasts. I 100% agree. Because I have that curiosity and I am lucky to, you know, drive the knife in. So let's just start. First of all, what are your intentions on being this podcast and expectations? I want to say that before I really mm. hard introduce you. Great. What are my intentions or expectations we kind of talked about it you liked when shane exposed more of him i think do you have something to say no just like a, I, just, I like hearing people talk yeah um i like when people and this is not really um i'll just point out other things uh, other parts of podcasts that i like mm -hmm. and we could probably try to recreate those which mm -hmm. is i like when people are open and vulnerable mm -hmm. about their both their journey like how they got there rather than being like 
um, painting this like cool yeah. theatrical picture. Yeah. It's like, oh no, like this didn't work out and sort of the trials and tribulations of like how I got to where I am. You know, like insecurities about like where I'm going. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just greater context too. Yep. Uh, especially context, for guy. the type of video that you, I think for the type of videos that I produce, which are basically devoid of all personal like backstory. If mm-hmm. I was a, like, you're a vlogger mm-hmm. in many ways mm-hmm. that you have a much, you give your audience way more context, just a through the length of the videos that you produce and the sheer quantity you've produced a lot and you've got way more personal in them. And I, I'm like, this is how I made this thing. Right. It doesn't have anything to do with me. Sure. Um, and I think it's interesting when I see podcasts with people that I'm interested in, in like terms of what they make, mm-hmm. I want to know about that person and like how they got there. So right. that's interesting too. Me too. Yeah. To my goals with these are to basically get a little backstory. I always wanted the Genesis of, you know, how you, attained your skills what led you to these interests and then why you wanted to like you know become bigger and so that's sort of just like medium background info which i think is important for more context and that's should be just quick and then and then just diving deep into your brain and asking specific questions are you comfy over there yeah it's like a really regal chair it is kind of regal i like it um but you can lean back and move this all right but we got to talk about who Sunday nobody is and what whom whom Sunday nobody is and what he does what you do and instead of you telling me which I want you to give yourself a description of how you classify Mm. yourself as an artist or a maker but I I wrote like a pretty um, heady thing and I'm going to read it to you of what I I think I would love I'm beyond excited yeah so what who is Sunday nobody he is a lesser knowledgeable Lesser skilled stuff made here. Shane Witten. Oh, I actually did write that dude, before we were big, talking about biggest it. Biggest compliment. <laughs> Plus a high internet IQ. You're an engineer, motion graphics artist, fabricator, carpenter, filmmaker. You make videos about your insanely idiosyncratic projects that spawn from mean and internet culture. Your projects at their core are simple, but almost reach irony with how complex and large scale they become. You make two or three minutes Two, three minute videos on TikTok and Instagram of how you created each insanely complex project and by using satire and acutely specific creative internet trends to derive mo- motifs and narratives, you build elaborate and ingenious interactive pieces of art paired with a video. Sometimes the video is the final piece, but sometimes the video is just the vehicle to participate in the interactive tangible piece. I don't really know. I think that you're really awesome and no one is really on your level in terms of making these um, creative projects and the IQ and gumption to actually execute these um, sort of profoundly large scale endeavors. How did you take that? Um, and am, am I any, anywhere clear? Because also, I'll quote you on your, I don't want to like blow up a website or something. Somewhere on the internet, you wrote, I make meme and internet art. Mm-hmm. So that was just me elaborating on. <laughs> that was, I. My, fills my heart with oh, joy yeah. hearing that. I will push back <laughs> on the last. Green. Please, I'll push back on the last bit about. Um, I think there's a lot of people doing stuff to the extent oh. that I am, and um, right. We, we can talk. Their we, names. Can, we can talk yeah. m- way, m- more about it, but uh, that's all extremely nice. Yeah, I would say meme art, mm-hmm. and like, what does that even mean? 
I mean, mean? it just doesn't even come close to give what you do because there's so much that goes into it. It's not, it's sure it's a meme umbrella, but Mm -hmm. okay, let me give some context. All right. So, and hopefully while that was reading, I'll overlay stuff, but here are some of your projects, writing out the entire movie of Shrek on a large piece of paper, all the dialogue, every word, hiding the Disney moms within a giant mural of NYC that you draw, drew. Building 3,000 pound sarcophagus to put a bag of flaming hot Cheetos in and then burying it for future civilizations civilizations to find. And then making a giant maze or the only way to solve this giant maze, you end up drawing Barry B. Benson from the B movie. So things like that. And then to the nth degree, like we were sort of talking about to a really impressively large scale. Like, would you consider yourself a maker or an art, like, do you consider yourself an artist? It's just, there's so much to unpack that. Yeah. And I kind of hate categories and classifications, but I also no, do like it, It's interesting, like how people self-identify. I wouldn't consider, no, I don't, I don't consider myself a maker. When I think makers, I think, no, I would say artist. Mm-hmm. Okay. S- slash content production. Okay. Wow. Content. Well, because like what you said, it's about 50, 50 in my mind Yeah. about if I just made a thing, it wouldn't hold the same standing like within myself as if I sh- made the thing and then shared it online. So the video yeah. is in some ways as much the final product as the final thing. No, 100%. And I'm saying, so what I'm thinking, that's not actually what I thought you were going to say. And you're saying that the context also is extremely important to differentiate, differentiate yourself from a maker to an artist. Or I don't think it's, I mean, slightly like you, you're a perfect example of this where my mom was like, oh, where are you going to New York? Like, what are you doing there? I, she's not Southern. I don't know why I just gave her a Southern accent, but I was like, oh, it's this guy. It's Lou. And she's like, oh, what does he do? I was like, he's an artist. And then I paused and I thought, oh, but he's also sort of an influencer. Mm-hmm. And I was like, he's also sort of a vlogger. He's also sort of a, a you, you have a million different hats. Mm. And I think that, and this is something I'd love to talk more about, which is people our age that are trying to execute in creative endeavors like half it seems to be a prerequisite to have skill in multiple different areas in terms of like content i think it'd be really hard to make it in a creative field where that's sort of self um propelled yes without the ability to edit or 100%. the ability to like use social media with some fluidity yeah. like all these skills and so you're a perfect example of this which is i wouldn't say that you're just an artist mm-hmm. Um, but that is a large component of what you do. Totally. So you're saying, and to sort of piggyback that, it's almost you need storytelling skills. Yeah. Where the sort of... Well, I mean, you, but like people uh, out there that are just amazing oil painters. Right, but and they more don't and do more, it's, it's the scaling weight is like, it's it's harder to just become yeah. a sculptor. If you wanted to be like, I'm just going to like engage in the gallery yeah. world. It's yeah. like, oh, without any no. online presence, I don't think pr- really many kids are trying to do it. But that's, no. yeah. So you also, I didn't really mention that. I mean, we do the same thing. I make I make videos about the paintings. You make videos about your projects, and there's a large storytelling element to it, and it's so fascinating and it's wonderful. But what else? Anything that you disagreed with, like, because you are <laughs> just read, <laughs> yeah. Because the you are a maker, though. That's like why I'm really into you as an artist, and I think you're great because yeah. I love build. I love building things, mm-hmm. and you're a built. You code, you know, motion graphics. You are sort of an engineer. You have 3D printers, lasers. You have a huge workshop woodshop with huge tools like yeah. that's a very big compartment to the work yeah 
I wouldn't be I wouldn't push back if someone said you're yeah. a maker. I, it's probably not how I self-identify, yeah. but it doesn't I don't mind at all. You can call me a frog. maker elements. Yeah, sure, cuz there's like that is a huge component of yeah. it. Yeah. And you yeah. love that, right? Yeah, I mean, when I first moved to right so I this is some context backstory which I'm sure will be Yes. Good, we could just narrative. transition that college. Amazing, which is yeah, went to college um graduated school I did a double major in art and film and I remember graduating and being like wow I learned no hard skills I was just I had my my friend Tywin who you'd actually really like just moved to New York um RIP from Seattle and he uh we met in film class like a production class and I remember um I hope my film my ex film professor doesn't see this but I remember being like had some pretty technical questions about After Effects or Premiere or something and mm -hmm. I remember just being like Professor blank like how to you know how to do this thing. He's like, oh, yeah, I, was, I have no idea and I was like the fuck like, yeah. This is like what why am I here? Yeah. If you can't teach me to do these things and Then I quickly realized like oh my friend Tywin who was a grade below me as a freshman like Was miles ahead mm. in terms of hard skills. Yeah from these, you know, a 55 year old dude who like whatever so um, in terms of hard skills learned basically nothing at, in, at college but not nothing but yeah. not a huge amount but in terms of like social skills and becoming like a person that like I wanted to be in terms right. of like kinder I grew up on the East Coast mm -hmm. so like I probably wasn't uh, like kindness or um, uh, there are like a lot of things that I value highly now like later in my life were not things that I think were valued in my upbringing a huge amount in like the East Coast culture of yeah. like growing up in Boston. Um, I think all the stereotypes about Boston, like from yeah. different movies are in some ways true. Are 100% you know? true. Yeah, driving no, and all that stuff. <laughs> but uh, so college was really good for me in terms of like uh, growth. Yeah. Like for the first two years of college specifically, it was probably like mentally in the headspace uh, I was in like high school. Right. And then transitioned into like a more Pacific Northwest. Um, Post-college. Post-college uh, growth, whatever, yeah. which is, which I'm really appreciative for. But yeah. in terms of like actually gaining, like how to use a table saw. But I will push back. I feel like, and I, I saw a couple of your projects from college, the uh, how to one? love and be loved really fucked me up, dude. Yeah, how, did I show you that? How did no, you I went it? deep. Where did you, how do you find that? What do you think we are here? A low budgeted podcast run produced selectively by me because you're right but i did my research <laughs> no you well, but the thing well, about college is it pushed you to do all these projects like you yeah. had to do projects you had to do projects Absolutely. you had resources to do those projects you had like-minded individuals to help that's and huge. bounce ideas so yeah. that's the framework where college is awesome mm -hmm. i completely agree with hard skills technical skills get on youtube you yeah. can surpass every professor ever but also yeah what you're saying about I wouldn't have met these people had it not been for mm -hmm. school. So that's huge. And you gather and get excited. Like you can't yeah. replicate that anywhere. Yeah. So um, art and film double major. That's awesome. I actually didn't know that. Yeah. And look at me now. Smart guy. But, so I remember graduating school and being like, wow, I'm the least employable person mm -hmm. in the universe. Mm -hmm. Just, I don't know what I'm going to do. But I yeah. wasn't really stressed about it. I had saved up. I had like a bunch of really shitty jobs in college, like, you know, dishwashing and whatever, working for the outdoor department doing like for you. ad stuff. Um, and I'd saved up a bunch of money and I was like, okay, I'm just gonna graduate and just go, I was base jumping at the time. Yeah, we can get into that maybe. Uh, yeah, that's, that was a big part of my life. So that's probably Insane some Insane base jumper. Um, I also watched anymore. a video 
Base jumping mob 2018. You found that from Mills. <laughs> oh. Dude, the most right, fucked up dude. thing I've probably ever seen is, I don't think you were actually in this group. Maybe you had a landing on top of Kingfisher. I know and then about. repacking and then jumping. Like yeah. that is the sketchiest thing I've ever seen. I was watching it like this. Well, so just a quick, Anyways, quick yeah. um, backstory. So the mm -hmm. we were talking about this recently, which is personality traits uh, that lead to both success and like abject failure yes too and how those or are very possible defects yes paired with success and how that personality trait which can lead to, to, for you to be successful also can nuke your life too mm -hmm. pretty easily um and my hyperfixation on like single activities mm -hmm. is a good example of that so prior to doing this like i started for some context, context, I started doing art about a year and a year ago, year and three months ago. You started the Sunday Nobody yeah. world, yeah. But uh, again, you were you. I mean, these projects, motion graphics, like are really great and really creative. And again, that showed me sort of an evidence of the archaeology evidence of your passion and ambition yes, because make, they're pretty darn stuff. good and well said and like well the stories you made or like the cool projecting projects at your college like they're pretty you had you, you dove deep you had it Damn. like you had it back then and so it was only a matter of time before or whenever you yeah. wanted to choose to do it but yeah so there was this big intermittent gap of base jumping yeah well the the majority of my adult life okay. so so um so crazy sophomore year started base jumping and like basically from sophomore year of college to a year ago it was like the only thing I did basically mm. for I mean I went on a couple surf trips and like but basically essentially <laughs> nice. like, that was my like sole um activity or were you just chasing the adrenaline is that it because it wasn't a job no, it wasn't I mean, like, social after... not like what you were just obsessed with it yeah there was there yeah it was super obsessed um but like no, adrenaline junkie way no I mean like we did like I was doing it for seven years and like 900 and whatever jumps right. like after so many jumps you're not like oh really yeah, crazy. I, you say it wasn't so social. That was the big draw. Okay. It was like being super. Um, You're like a little cl clan. And yeah, a little clan. Um, or maybe a big clan, excuse me. Uh, someone described it really well, which is like, it's like juice concentrate for friendship, which Whoa, is. Oh, that's nice. It consolidates down all of these great components of friendship into like a really. Um, Bare bones. Yeah. Raw, or, or like, authentic. Yeah quick way uh -huh. um the, and the way i describe it to people is like your there's a like right before you jump there's a period where you have to like turn you with your jump button you like turn around and there's like these two little pins to make sure that your parachute actually opens and you have to like pin check each other yeah. and like i can't see my pins because it's on my back so you just turn around and you're like am i good and they like they check you and when you're like turning around and you're just like i hope this person's doing it i hope right. i trust this person yeah it's like a, an intense moment of um connection wow and, trust and all this other stuff yeah. that I really like so there's that and then a bunch of other things too and like um but okay anyways that so base jumping seven years that was kind of the only thing that I was interested in doing or um pursuing uh moved to Seattle so I did that for you know a couple of years out of college uh just traveling around like doing like odd jobs and stuff and then moved back to Seattle to win back an ex-girlfriend actually I was just like oh I kind of had run out of money and was like I need to sort of find a place to live and get a, a real job mm -hmm. for a bit 
And I was like, oh, I'll just, I guess I'll just move back to Seattle. I'll just move to Seattle. Um, and was uh, living in a van outside my friend's house, like just in the city in mm-hmm. Seattle. Actually, Tywin, that friend he was talking about before. Nice. Shout out Tywin. Shout out Tywin. Yeah. And Anna. They actually both live in New York right now. Um, seeing them later and they're wonderful they like let me live in on the street and just like come into their house and like that's awesome. use their computer and mm-hmm. it was amazing um so did that and then i got this job at this ad agency that i currently work for mm-hmm. by sending them this video that was just like i made this i was i really needed money i was mm-hmm. like bro- really broke and I was sent out my application to like a million different places and wasn't getting any responses. And then finally I was like, I'm not going to do 10% into 10 companies. I'm just going to do hundred percent into one company. Nice. So I made them this like one specific motion graphics video, it's like an animation video being like, you should, this is me. You should hire me if you can. Right. And just downloaded LinkedIn premium for, or like the free week trial yeah. and just spammed every Bombarded. single person. Yeah. Smart. And they hired me. I got this job and I was making, well, minimum wage. I was like an intern for the first couple months making minimum wage, but then I got like hired and it gave me like 60 grand a year. And I was like, that's like cool. 60 grand. It was yeah. like incredible. That's a lot. Yeah. How old are you at this point? Uh, 36, 37. <laughs> uh, I'm 28 now. And that was like three and a half years ago. So okay. whatever that math is. Like 24, 25, and I was, and then I moved into a shed in my friend's parents' backyard and I was paying Lavish $400 a month for that. And I was like saving an insane amount of money because yeah. I didn't have the studio. I wasn't, mm-hmm. I was basically base jumping, but I had all the gear for that. So I was spending no money. I was, I had health insurance and I did that for about a year. And I looked around and was like, is this, is this adult life? Mm. Do we just do this until we die? Mm-hmm. And I got super bummed. And I just felt like I was waiting for my life to begin a little bit. Interesting. So did you, you just felt like you did it long enough, like seven years based. I mean, did COVID have anything to do with this mental lapse or change your mind? So the, am I skipping ahead? Slightly. So the, the, that was just exclusive with my job. Okay. And just being like, okay. Epiphany. Yeah. A little bit of just being like. life crisis perhaps. Yeah. Or just thinking what else is there? Um, what else is like, does adult life offer basically? Mm. Because that working a nine to five job and just saving a bunch of money was not uh, fulfilling. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was nice to have whatever, 40 grand in the bank or whatever. Of the, savings, that's great. That's a lot. Well, yeah. So, so. But you're a hamster on a wheel. Yeah. Well, and also I think I'm it's in, important to point out, uh, no, it's true. But I think it's important to point out that there's like a lot of, um, circumstances that are outside of my control that contributed to my current situation that mm. you know people are like i started from the bottom and now i'm here and yeah. like this is all me baby yeah. it's like no that is yeah. not the case with me like yeah. i was in so many ways born on third base yeah and then i like stole home maybe mm. or not even like someone sure no i know what you're bases, saying and you're very is, humble and nice and i'm very similar i grew up very lucky but yeah and so like the like and the best example of that is like oh when i moved to seattle like i had friends that i could stay with while i was like got on my feet or like um i had those friends that their parents had a little shack in their backyard that i could rent for super cheap and then i didn't a huge one is i didn't have any student uh debt coming out of college like i would not have been able to save the money that so that 40 grand that i saved 
was then what I leveraged and did this the studio. Right. So long story short, I had I was like I feel unfulfilled. I need to figure out something else in my life. So I started volunteering at a tool library. Do they have this year? Tool library. It's it, it's literally what it sounds. No, like. but I, that sounds it's something incredible. I'm so into. Dude. I've never heard oh, of that. I love them so much. But wait, real quick side tangent. Yeah. You do you have to? It's like a people rent tools. Uh-huh. So they're not big machines, or is it like a makerspace where you can use time it's, and use the machines there? It's both. Okay, that's it's, awesome. It's incredible. Um, that's sick. I love that. And it'll be like everything you can think yeah. of, like tile saws and like oh, just man. stuff that you don't want to ever buy because yeah. it's like for one project. So I was driving 45 minutes to West Seattle to volunteer at this tool library, and it just wasn't like logistically after doing that for a while. It just, I was like, damn, I need to like figure out a way to get my own space. Mm. At this point, I was not wait, doing wait, any art. We're stuff. missing something. So with this new found lust for life or changing up the routine hmm. when did that itch to make stuff come in was it always I, there no it was so you're saying i need my own space but why well, did you feel that so way because i had at the sorry it's burped we just had burgers yeah um <laughs> at the tool library they had a small workshop mm-hmm. and i had built a chess set a coffee That's table awesome. this was much more make like maker yeah uh, carpentry stuff, furniture design, mm-hmm. like done like a ta- uh, table. Um, I've shown you that knife box, didn't I? Yeah, I think you did. Yeah. Um, so I'd made that like sort of uh, mechanical knife box mm-hmm. and it's, which will be right here. I thought I didn't that. Um, market baby. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, so I had, so I'd been making stuff while I was volunteering at the tool library, okay. but it was just so far away mm-hmm. and the, the hours weren't that good or convenient for mm-hmm. my job. So I was like, I need to find, I need to And you were enjoying it a lot. You're I was like, this loving is awesome. it. Yeah, super fun. Yeah. And so that's when the spark happened. I had two friends, Tywin, call, third callback, and my friend Mike, Mike. who um, I would say probably more than anyone are the two people that contributed most to like why I'm sitting here. Mm-hmm. Like without these two people in my life, I probably wouldn't, um, if they're watching this, I don't mean to hype them up too much, but no, dude, um, credit where credits do. Yeah, I wouldn't be. I mean, there's like the list of the actually the list is so sure. long for the, starting for, with your mother. Yeah, of course. But <laughs> no, I, I I hear it. I have people like that also. And so they were um, both had rec- Mike had just quit Microsoft doing like really advanced um, augmented reality uh, like research. He was mm. Super smart. And Tywin had just also quit. Uh, a tech job to do arts. They were both trying to do art stuff full time. Cool. And I was still working nine to five, but I was like, why don't we try to rent it? Like, oh, it'd be sick to be able to rent a studio space. Yeah. And they were like, oh yeah, that would be sick yeah. in the way that like, that'll never happen kind of thing. Uh-huh. Um, and if there's one thing that I feel like I'm good at is like a very low activation energy mm-hmm. in terms of the jump between yeah an idea and yeah. starting is like none basically um which has gotten me in a lot of trouble before like i'll start like i'll do like i basically put no forethought into my actions right and so no but that's a good thing because a lot of people do the opposite they go oh we could do this they dream they blow their wad in terms of energy and then you yeah know, well, don't fall it's through. a spectrum and i yeah. think it's probably healthy to be somewhere in the middle but mm-hmm. like um I think that was probably like a Tuesday that we were talking about, like, it'd be cool to try to find a commercial space to turn into a studio. And then like that night I was like calling people be like, I like this. So I found this place on Craigslist and I texted my friends. I was like, okay, we're never going to be able to get this place, but someplace exactly like this. Mm. 
called the landlord and just like kept harassing him basically be like please can you show us this place please he showed us this place i show up i was like like asking me what about the place that was great just like i mean you've seen in the videos yeah it's it's just like tall ceilings super big you can just yeah huge you just do whatever you want it's just awesome okay space um and my friend Tywin had like bleach blonde hair. My friend Mike looked like like a Motley Crue. You had. Yeah, it just looked like Jesus in like a punk band. Like it just it, we just God didn't bless. look. And also we didn't have commercial liability insurance. We yeah. didn't have an LLC. We so didn't this is like have a legit any, commercial space. This, yeah, it's unlike like my studio, which is just like. But you have an LLC and all that stuff. Don't you? Yeah, yeah, but this is this is more just like a space. You're saying a, this uh, was just like, for people. Commercial space is way different. Yeah. We had like, like a triple N lease. So yeah. it's like totally. Yeah. And this is actually a lot of people ask me about this. I think this is an interesting thing to oh, share, baby. which is like a lot of people want a creative space to, there's not a huge amount of opportunity for like living in a city, trying to find yeah. a spot no, to make stuff is really hard. Yeah. Whether it's like making or art or whatever. Mm-hmm. So like I went on Craigslist, found this space. It was a truck bay. So it was like super long, super thin. Right. It's kind of like a railroad yeah. studio. It's probably like, I don't know, like. 20 feet wide and like Mm -hmm. 100 feet long or something um it's not 2,000 square feet it's a little bit less than that but um go on craigslist call the guy he he tours us the place immediately texts me being like he's my i love my landlord but but when we first met he was like these kids are not the right they're not it man he texted me and was like hey it's not a good match like i don't want to waste your time you can't do it and i was just like oh bruce please and and i just this is the tail end of covid also uh like may 2021 okay so i just texted him back and just said is there anything i can do to alleviate your concerns like i will he basically was just like listed off like 11 things Mm -hmm. he's like this is like you don't have business liability insurance you don't have an llc you don't have um like a a business bank account you don't like there's like a a, he listed off a bunch of real problems problems and i was like real illegitimate yeah and he was like I mean, he was like, I think you guys would probably throw a rave in here or like grow weed. And I was like, because we didn't have a clear idea of what we were going to use the space And you have no evidence of a business prior. Anything. You're just like, like, we just want the space. Yeah. So I was like, give me 48 hours. And I (laughs) frantically (laughs) applied for an LLC, got a business uh, license, like all all the stuff that he needed. Mm -hmm. And he was just like, uh, but no one else was interested in the space. Right. And I was just kept being like, Bruce, please, Bruce, please, Bruce, please, Bruce, please. Every step of the way, he was like, okay, like I'll send you the lease. And like, if anyone else is interested, I'm going to give it to them, blah, blah. And then eventually I just, he was just like, okay, like, fine. Sure. It worked <laughs> like, out. Not taking no for an answer. Um, so that worked out and then, but the space was completely barren. It was just a, like a empty truck bay. So we put in 10 grand into wow. doing electrical which was huge wow that's amazing split between three people so electrical to get 240, 240. yeah we'd get all yeah. the like heavy machinery electrical Shit. and also that's more electrical on the on the wall so that was super expensive just to give people an idea of like the startup costs yeah and how much was the rent if you don't mind and you're yeah. splitting with three and three it's, people i think it's 1200 square feet or 1100 square feet we were splitting it with three people which has been kind of cr- like um crazy wiggle throughout the year wiggle waggle but 1200 square feet it was like uh like two grand like it's about two grand uh, it's gone up slightly a month a month yeah, yeah a year i wish um but that so in a triple for people that don't know a triple n lease a commercial lease is you just 
it's not like your residential apartment. You basically are responsible for everything. Mm. Like you pay the property tax, you pay the like electrical, you pay like you pay everything. Mm -hmm. I guess it's the same in residential, but and if it's like the roof breaks, everyone in the whole building splits it based yeah. on the square footage of their thing. You just so, got a bones. What do you mean? You got a skeleton. Everything yeah. else. Well, I just took off my headphones. I, I feel like I just entered another dimension. I know. So, you left so. the good world. I know um, it's steamy in here with these lights, huh? But so So the price doesn't matter. I was just curious for context. No, you got it split between three people. It is super important because people are like, yeah. I could never do that. Well, and it's like, like, what the what's the accessibility? It's like, oh, did this kid pay like a hundred grand or is it some more mediumly um, no, doable well, price? Well, it's like, some. I feel slightly um, divided about this because when people hit me up on Instagram and they're like, I really want a space like this. Like, how do I do this basically? Mm -hmm. Or like, how achievable is this? Part of me is like, you can totally do this. And I don't want to like discourage people from pursuing a career in the arts or to get a studio space or mm -hmm. whatever. The other part of me is like, it feels Ghost. slightly disingenuous to be like, anyone can do this. Yeah. Because there are so, like we were talking about before, there's so many um, circumstances and things that led me to be able to capitalize. Like if, okay, for example, if I graduated college without, with a student, $40,000 worth of student debt, I would not have been able to save 40 grand to then put in the studio. I mean, same. And I if I hadn't, if I hadn't met Mike and Tywin, who were two sort of like um, people my age that were economically in the same position that I was in without mm -hmm. student debt and with disposable income and with jobs. Well, actually they both quit, but like, sure. They, but I you, wouldn't have been able to do that. But you also just did it because you thought you wanted to do it and you could do it. Yes. Your circumstances, your circumstance, you know, it is what it is. Well, it, like there's that line from Bo Burnham who, who says Taylor Swift telling people to follow their dreams is like a lottery winner telling people to liquidate their asset and buy Powerball tickets mm -hmm. where it's like, you're not fully uh, recognizing the, the, exterior circumstances that led you to be in a position and it's sort of right so that's i feel divided because part of me is like yes it is more achievable than people think and b it's like what position am i in to say that because i had people in my life that i was like how do taxes work yeah and i was like i just call my dad and he'd be like oh you have to set aside 30 percent mm -hmm. and like you should uh think about like hiring a like a tax person for 200 bucks mm -hmm. each year and I was like, yeah, yeah yeah and all that stuff so there's a lot of support and is it possible to do like get a commercial space, do all this stuff without the advantages that I had. Like, yes, of course you can, but it's like way harder. Sure. And so I want to, I, th that is something I've been thinking about when people reach out to me is to like, uh, like where in that spectrum to lie, mm -hmm. just something I've been thinking about. So we get the studio space and then, um, at this point I didn't really, um, know what I was going to use it for. I mean, like I thought like furniture design, maybe I just like want yeah. a space to make. And this is the sort of, um, a person that's more crazy than the other things you said. Well, yeah. So I had spent three grand on the electrical or probably a little bit more like three and a half grand. And I had all this money saved from working at um, my job for a year and a half and spending like no money. And so I was like, I really want to buy a CNC. Mm -hmm. I really want to buy a table saw and I really want to buy a joiner planer combo. Damn. With no intentions or you had medium? Like furniture design slightly. I mean, I knew I wanted to make stuff and those felt like the sort of basic things, but I like had, I had never spent any money like 
it had like caused friction in relationships how little money i yeah. spent in my life and then all of a sudden i was like just don't. all right i'm gonna spend like 14 grand on a, on yeah. a cnc machine that's it was like crazy. the most expensive thing i've ever bought in my entire I, life yeah that's a lot and far and away the best like rash decision i've ever made mm -hmm. but um that is a common theme throughout my life is like taking action without any forethought yeah and it and in some ways i'm rewarded for my bad behavior because it's it's like oh my god it's totally worked out but right. like that's an insane proposition it is pretty insane like i do the same thing but that's like to the nth degree of you have no idea what you're gonna use it for but on the flip side it gives you the freedom to do whatever come you know whatever mm -hmm. comes up you don't don't pigeonhole yourself you know or bottleneck yourself with one plan and get married to an idea great segue because i was like oh what should Dang. i do with this cnc and i was like i should shove a pen in it and write out the whole, and have the robot write out the whole shrek script yeah, I but thought, where does that come from dude do you like okay let's back it up for a second yeah. great stories of how we got there we got context context Wh where does where does your love or maybe it just arrived when you got the studio and we're in the current state where does the meme love come from where does these like weirdly internet it's a great you know, question. forward things because there's this is a multi-question well mm -hmm. let's maybe ask answer that first and okay. then talk about the decision to penetrate social media sort of with social media how meta i don't know what that means do you kind of get what that means well i'll, I'll answer the first part first which is memes um, where were you interested in memes or like where did this i started meme friday at work oh really before, yeah before um i've always liked um <laughs> i've always liked doing like weird events like i, I organized a uh, like a scab a citywide scab i was unemployed in <laughs> at the time as 2018 and I was like, what should I do? I was just like trying to fill my time. And so I organized this city. I spent like a week and a half organizing a citywide scavenger hunt for all my friends. I invited like 20 people maybe. And it like snowballed out of control like a high school party. And like a way more people ended up showing up. Okay. Um, Very fun thing to do. Super fun. As adults also. Yeah. Super fun. It's like cars. It was like this whole thing. I was like, that was so much fun. And so that was this like one component is like, like audience participation mm, but this mm, is way before i was making any art i was just yeah. like into like doing make making fun things for people to do right I puzzle oriented sure puzzle oriented or just Mystery, like participation solve. sure participation oriented so that was one and then number two was um like just gags or like okay. fun yeah. things like satire memes. um yeah or just whatever like um yeah. i remember in, in um in college we my friend, this is not, this is a dumb, actually very dumb, but we got the college, um, radio station shut down for like a, a week or something. Cause we had, um, it's like a freshman year and we would always climb the radio tower behind the like student center mm. that had the like college, uh, radio like thing. And it was in like rural Washington. So it was like basically Christian music and country music with this like one small bastion of like, um, new slash like young music that wasn't that country or whatever so uh we i was like what should, like we were born one friday night and um i was like we should go to the dump and we, I, we got a bike and we got a bunch of pvc pipes and a milk crate and a beach ball or like a yoga um volleyball and like a stick and a blanket what the heck and we um like made at um like an et sculpture 
like from the movie where okay. the kid riding the bike with like et in the front right right and we like hauled this thing up the that's hilarious um radio tower and then got caught by security halfway through and so it was just like a bike hanging on this thing for for a week and this i feel bad about this because it was like more mischievous and i think right now i'm trying to not yeah be as like, you're not like a vandal you're no not, i'm not trying to like yeah. damage anything yeah. or, or just um it was like a funny pranky idea yeah and i think um as you're trying to figure out like where you want to put your energy i think when i was younger it was more uh like nefarious or mischievous yeah, and mischievous. i don't like i don't have any interest now in yeah. doing like things that are like tr trolling people or like um causing like di like actual disruptions yes, cuz like that. the college radio station got shut down yeah. for like <laughs> and i remember and i was hosting a radio show at the time yeah so and we self harm got, we, yeah it's like shooting myself in the foot i remember we got an email from like the head of the radio station being like some idiots climbed up the tower and i was like oh god yeah. damn it oh, um, what idiots but so so like there that where did the memes come from was like that and those library projects that you saw too mm. like that was in the same realm which is what's a fun thing we could do that would like um yeah i don't want to say like a joke exactly but sort of so i made a big um during finals week countdown to break yeah yeah so it's interactive yeah yeah you were it wasn't there before you know, it was coded. Everyone was like really dying during yeah. finals week. Uplifting. And they, they would be like on the front of the building and walking into the library. We like made this big. I can overlay it if you're cool with that. Right here. No, yeah, um, we made a big like countdown timer that like counted down until the moment break started. Yeah. And the school is like not that into it, to be honest. But mm -hmm. they, um, but stuff like that. So looking back you can the unsung all the hero uh, I, yeah i don't think <laughs> with coding and motion graphics looking back you can say like oh that's very that's like yes. objectively very similar 100%. to what i'm doing now but I, that's why time, i was so into it, doing a little research i was like wow this makes sense to, yeah i but, just want to hear it from you but at the time like there's that um steve jobs thing where he's talking about how where he's talking about how looking back it's so easy for him to trace the lineage of how he how he made fonts be such an important thing in personal computing interesting where he was in school and he didn't really know what he was doing and he took a calligraphy class ah. and he was like this is incredible kind of just like whatever put it in his brain moved on like you know way later at apple he's like we need specific fonts and these people are like we can't like his um employees were like we're like having trouble even making this computer yeah, work yeah, yeah. like <laughs> you really want us to give a shit about making like yeah serif versus sans serif yeah. he's like no this is important you don't understand and obviously fonts are really important mm -hmm. and you know graphic design and he said looking back it's so easy to say calligraphy class fonts at apple okay but at the time when he's taking the you have no class, idea you're like i have yeah, no idea retrospectively you have no idea yeah or only retrospectively can you put those pieces together yeah. in the moment yes i agree so um looking back at the things that i've done in my past like yes they're like you can see the path it's like oh i built a trebuchet in high school and yeah. like that's very similar to this yes. and like a yeah. construct a woodworking and Hell whatever yeah. but at the time you're kind of just like oh, i'm just doing this and i'm doing yeah this. bopping around yeah so so um, shrek yeah so i i did that project to basically be like what are like what's something i have two brothers who okay. um are sort of like my north star when it comes to like and a small group of friends, but 
like what would what do i think would be like give them a kick yeah and i was like they would think it's funny yeah I use this robot like this really objectively expensive like sort of industrial machine uh -huh. to write out the whole shrek script yeah um hilariously then, smart i think um and then because just, that's funny because like that's you're you're not looking at viral videos you're looking to get a kick out of your brother and a couple friends in turn Mm, that the shared goal, the goal yeah yeah to well i'm just saying create that, a viral video yeah the, well that, certainly not because like i had downloaded i had deleted my i didn't ha i don't think i had social media when i made that project i think i think what happened was i i did that project and i was like so i had my relationship with social media during college was very much like look at me i did this stuff yeah. i'm so cool uh -huh. it was very like self-aggrandizing and it, that was like a a common theme throughout my uh like high school and then probably like into college too was like uh doing things that i thought would specifically with social media that like i thought would make me look cool or make me feel good about myself or um sort of i'm trying to think of a good example it's like like i made some like travel video like i went on a uh after a surf trip with my brother and i made um a video about that and like a skydiving plane crash I had been in and it was very much like um look at this cool, shock factor this cool life that yeah. I live and it, and then I didn't I like took a step back after a couple of years of engaging with social media that way and I was like it's not really like how I want to interact with the internet it just felt like or just with people in general yeah. like imagine if you just met someone you're like check out all this cool shit mm -hmm. I did and then the irony is that when you like try hard to make people like you or to um to display things that you think are cool in many ways like most people aren't gonna i think aren't gonna relate to that and what they do relate to is just being like oh i'm really into this thing and yeah which is what i'm doing now and people relate to that way more than people totally. ever did about like a some travel video where yeah. you're trying to like look at all this cool stuff i did so i took a break from I took a break from social media for like five years probably. And then in 2020 or whenever the Shrek, no, 2020, whenever the Shrek video was. How to be 2021, right? You didn't get April of 2021 yeah. um, or uh, October 2021 because that's when like the first project was. And I, that's what I consider sort of the start of the art stuff. Uh, sorry. What was it? What was Shrek, it? Shrek 2021. 20, yeah. Oh, so you didn't made, have social media. Didn't, didn't have social media. So media. I made that project and I was like, oh, I want to share this. Yeah. And, and I liked the idea of sharing it with, uh, this goes back to the name thing that we were talking mm -hmm. about in the beginning, which is uh, so much of why I didn't like my interaction with social media was because it was like me. Yeah. And it was like on my account and it was like yeah. trying to follow the trap of ego of, and make yeah. yourself feel better. And that's something persona. that I didn't like about my personality as a, when I was younger mm. and it's still something I struggle with now, which Good is like, you. is like ego or is, yeah. um, yeah. So having a, um, pseudonym, is that the word? Like a moniker? Sure. Yeah. I think a moniker. A, a separation between me. Pseudonym? I don't, you could be right. I don't really know what that I means. Either. I think a moniker is what it is as well. Perfect. Um, I'll take your word for it. Couldn't spell it though. Anyways. <laughs> and, uh, having that and it being about the project like it wasn't that wasn't about me it was just mm -hmm. about look at this video that i'm that, uh, that yeah this it's about the process Put the whole of, spotlight on the process yeah. nothing to do with you so that's why i didn't want to put myself into it no face for the first few big projects yeah i mean like i was like in the sure, sure in the background but it You're was it was working. never like Oof. yeah 
And that's something... I made. Yeah. Um, Wait, so that's so f- interesting. The name Sunday Nobody just came as like oh. a supplemental thing. So I, the I project the... almost came first before the oh and, uh, the uh, Sunday yeah. Nobody. No, absolutely. Well, that's. I'm trying to think of the of the. No, because I was thinking about... So, both my friends, Mike and Tywin... Right, they're were, artists, were artists also. And, and you're like, I, I want to be an artist guy, maybe. I, I, I was like, I needed to... Or I felt obligated to to do something that would like... I'm not worthy. I'm yeah. not worthy. Like, I looked up... Like, these are really amazing artists. Mike and Ike. Mike and uh, Tywin. <laughs> and just to, like, just to put in perspective, like, Mike was at the time was working on... Uh, a lenticular 3D display that projects that gives the illusion of 3D without 3D glasses like intense like optical physical Such like physics next level shit and you're I, surrounded by epically talented people yeah and top so, tier people and that's a common theme throughout my entire life you are like, a top tier gr- well no it's growing up like in uh, what I consider to be like to be surrounded by like high powered people high achieving high achieving high like uh intellectual yeah or just like really smart people really talented people and then me like having a huge um like chip on my shoulder or like insecurity about having like being super dyslexic and like being an idiot like i got held back in school i failed out of comparing yourself to these people or just being like oh that's just not me like i Mm -hmm. i'm just not like talented in that way Mm -hmm. and i was very lucky in that i had parents and people in my environment that were like oh this kid's like kind of an idiot in like a lot of ways but no. we're going to be really supportive in these other ways so it'd be like yeah. oh this kid literally can't spell orange as like a freshman in high school but my god we're going to tell him he's a good artist yeah but and it's my like, god he could really you know project some cool things on the wall so I-, I didn't feel like oh i'm terrible at everything i just was very aware of the fact that you knew your shortcomings yeah Super. And you worked harder to do the other things. And also you surround yourself with people. I mean, that you were, say that's like, oh, this is what helped me. But you probably were also, it's a smart thing to do. What is to surround, surround yourself with people that are yeah, smarter like, than you? Yeah, that's like a attribute. You're taking control of your life. Maybe they were just planted there and you got lucky. No, baseline. no, you're, no, you're right. It, but it it's is still, an active, it's like, like to search yeah, out people that are. It's a huge deal. Like, you hear more. like self-help people or a lot of people talk about that. Like is the game changing element to like their life and success but anyways it's not the one but yeah so uh, tywin and mike had, and mike. had both been talking about th- and also they were like dude just put it on your name and they had matter. an agenda with the studio maybe you were the only one of the three who was like oh i don't really know what i'm doing but i'm gonna buy a cmc like mike and tywin already had sort of a thing going well like sort of but like maybe not um at that point, I don't that we were like setting it up. Yeah. So I was just like, well, I maybe maybe I could do art stuff. And they were like, yeah, I do art stuff. And I was like, oh, I don't really want to post it on social media. They're like, why not? Mm-hmm. And they were like, the so best question ever. Why not? Exactly. They were like, just post it on your name. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, oh, I don't want to like have my self in there and I whatever. My name. And they're like, okay, you don't need to be. You can have a. Uh, a, a it doesn't need to be you. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Mike. I credit Mike with the name. He was like. It can be some nobody. And I was uh, like, nobody. Huh. And that's nice. where the nobody from Sunday Nobody comes okay, from. Okay, because I was going to ask. And Sunday is uh, just like my internet name from like my AIM. Uh, oh, wow. Or not Sunday. AIM, but just like, yeah. the, you know, how everyone's like, a, yeah, you're like you're, you're like Xbox gamer. Yeah, yeah, tag, gamer or tag. Like, yeah. Or you're like email or whatever. Your metaverse name. Yeah. So, um, and so I had done the project. It's a great name. Thank you. Why do you say that? Well, first of all, 
I don't think this is what you're doing. I'm not saying you should or you messed up by not doing this. But, like, you could have... I think you could have played this really well like a Gorillaz, like a Banksy. You could have gone the route by full no one knows who I, you are. I, I really thought about it, and you know why I didn't do it? Why? Well, it's, I mean, no, it's, yeah. It's, it's 100%. Um, I had fully planned on, like, blurring out my face. Yeah. I was just like, I really don't want to, I could have like, seen it. Put, I, I don't want to put my, like... I, I want a full separation of church and state yeah. between myself my ego and all that stuff and the stuff i make yeah i just want it to be like this faceless thing where right. it's like you don't even see the person but, it's just the stuff but that almost in itself is alluring and intriguing yeah. adding to the bin of like ego this, and whatever yeah it's like this in meta a weird thing way it's like oh you don't it's like banksy's face is his facelessness in yes, some ways exactly. and it's like even more powerful than if you just saw Love some that. guy named like richard or whatever yeah. his real name is well said so the reason I didn't also I'm probably going to be naming this podcast something extremely like hyperbolic. I would you. like love it. Sunday nobody is the next Banksy or something shitty like that, <laughs> just to get the viewerships and then people see how awesome and authentic <laughs> okay, and great. nice and smart you are. Thanks, that's, but that's I'm just putting that out there. Okay, Sunday nobody. Um, na- so I don't know what we were talking about. The lack of ambiguity you decided oh, oh, to oh, do. Oh, 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 so because you're working in it, I, too much work. I had to I, blur I edited your the face. full video. That was it. I was like, I had edited the full video. I was like very committed to not like falling down the same trap hole that I had in my past experience with social media Mm -hmm. and was like, okay, it's just not even going to be about me and you can post whatever you want and it doesn't have any impact on yourself. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so I was like, I'll just put a black bar over my eyes or I'll blur my face. That's your logo also actually, right? I made that before I had decided I put in about an hour's worth of uh, after effects motion tracking to do like to auto you told me that right and it was incredibly tedious and it took forever and i was like fuck this i'll, I'll just post my face and it'll be yeah. fine i'll just remain pseudo anonymous yeah. and you're doing a voiceover I'm so it's voiceover. not like you're really talking to camera it's just a guy in a time-lapse mode yeah. or his hands and then we've talked about this you know I've, I've chatted your ear off about this which is like lamenting about how much is it appropriate for me to like put myself into these things mm-hmm. And you've never given me a really helpful answer. You've always okay. been like, whatever's, whatever feels right. You asked and a lot of questions. It's true. No, and, I love talking to you about all of it. But again, I, it is your choice. I'm just giving, because like, what, what is my place to tell you what you should well, do? Because you, you're, A, you are in the same sphere as I am. Yeah. And B, you, like, I don't want to fluff your feathers too much. Do but it. I don't ask, um there's a select group of people whose opinion I really respect. Mm. You're in that group. And so I like really uh, lean on them for advice Mm -hmm. and, and feedback, which you're really good at asking for, which I uh, idolize you for. Um, yeah. I mean, it's slightly pestering, but I do. I saw a video that was like how to, um, I sent it to you as the blender video. It's like seven habits of like a creative life or something. And it was like, make every day and one of the ones was get feedback yeah. all the time and yeah. so um, i don't do it enough i'll just hit up random people um legitimately i'll hit up people from that i see on your podcast and i'll just oh, really yes and i'll be like have you wait the people i've had on yeah who have you talked to Cares. um who i just i started that's fascinating dming um jess i don't remember her last name jess carp yeah. yeah, the YouTuber. And I was, and I, she helped me out in the Beans Project. Oh, nice. And she was super nice. And I was Fuck just like, yeah. hey, like, I need some help with this, like, project. Can you, like, basically help me? And I feel like there's a very select group. Love not that, that select, dude. but there's a, there's a, 
the the overlap in the type of stuff that we do is it's a weird Venn diagram. It really it's is. Not, it's not just like you're an artist. You're no. like doing this yeah. and your content production and yes. media and all this stuff. And so you this podcast is great because it it it's focuses on a very I mean I'm interested in it specifically because yeah. it's related to my lifestyle and all that and yeah. like what I choose to do. But um, the people you have on, I think it's a very good litmus test. I don't know yeah. what the word would be, but uh, it's a self-selecting group where I can ask, like I asked for her opinion because I saw the podcast. I was like, wow, very insightful. I need sort of another set of eyes on this. Mm. And it's really helpful being able to build a community online that you can then bounce ideas off yes, of. totally. And I just love that. It's like a makeshift college. It is. Or, or whatever, or community. Yeah, college totally. of Instagram direct messages. Yes, but you're right. The Vine diagram goes deep and it's sort of like immense, but also there's so many... Um, plottable similarities, mm. but I don't even know what we well, were talking about. I'll continue the thing, which is I made the account, posted it, and you know how people like on TikTok like, first. Yeah, TikTok. Oh, TikTok and Reddit. I I, I made oh, a Reddit oh, yeah. account too because yeah, I, I, I love Reddit. Yeah, and this is you know how people like there's a really strong narrative within you see podcasts of people that have like done stuff and. It's always like, you know, I grinded for 10 years and, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, you know, I never gave up and like, look at me now. Yeah. The it's first like, thing you've That is not me. The first I, thing you posted just blew up. Yeah. Which is like, so you know, sick. someone like Mr. Beast, he yeah. did YouTube mm-hmm. and got zero views for, I think like yeah. seven years or something insane. Right. He posted like multiple times a week, all the time with no affirmation or reward. He was just so into it. Yeah. And... But what are you? Are you like giving guilt tripping yourself? No, you no, no, no. I'm just have saying that story. Or? I, no, I'm just saying that like for a viewer that's like, wow, I'm not grinding like for 10 years. Like, am mm. I doing something wrong? Like, no, I don't think that I am th- like that. If I had, yeah. I would not be have made all the projects that I have made had it not been for that first project for whatever reason, um, like blew up on on Reddit and TikTok in a way that. Um, was very um, unexpected mm-hmm. and be like intoxicating. Yeah. Where I was like, oh my God, people actually like the stuff that I make. Like what? Yeah. But I- it's also you like, yeah, you didn't grind on YouTube for 10 years, but it all is informs each other. Your motion graphics background, your yeah. intense passions, like you said, or your hyper-focus, like base jumping, double major, like... Yes, that one story, anyone could blow up on TikTok. And yeah, you were a candidate for this new sort of, you know, era two of social media short form. Anyone and their brother, sister can like kind of blow up. But still, the video was well said. The editing was good. Like you had all these things into it. And also for the rest of your videos, like a lot of people could just be one hit wonders. You sort of delivered the high caliber banger every time. Well, uh, thank you. With the things. Like I just don't want you to sell yourself too short just mediumly short um i think that's a perfect amount i'll try to hit that i think all all i'm trying to say is that the reception of that first project which i made in some ways was like the most pure project for me that i I made because i was just like it had no ulterior motive it was just like i had yes i didn't have a social media account first project with your new studio and big tools and so to do that and then to have that um reward in terms of the internal validation that I felt the um 
the sort of the ideas of future possibilities uh, i was like oh wow this could turn it like i didn't really be, know yeah. what oh that's but, awesome and, and the potentially the biggest benefit that i got from it was an intense like direction in that i was not doing art mm, until that project right that's really so crazy. i mean i was like pretty out on my art major yeah. when i like did not do well at it, like art. gave you vision in, in college i like didn't do well in art at all mm. i got like a c i think in my oh, um who cares about grades dude all those projects dude if you want to go watch some fucked up ship how to love and be loved i didn't really understand it completely but it was amazing and shout out milo who fucking scored that shit i want to tell you a funny story about that which is uh he's really that was an amazing that. little thing what was she was pregnant they were in love and she left and then For they got that, back together people that i don't know this is um I did projector a, on these walls. You had different shots of viewing the projection. I was like, okay, all a, these camera an animated, are pretty good. Animated. Um, I did like a thesis. My thesis film for art was an animated uh, like love story with that was projected onto walls. And was that you? What? How do you do that? Also, how do you like find the silhouettes? Oh, uh, it was all green screen. Green. Okay, green screen. And well, just, green screen. It was a lot of like rotoscoping. Right. But, rose, okay. okay. Uh, it was a thing. But so the. Uh, well, actually, I'm not gonna tell the story because it's too. Okay, too we'll mean. show but, part of the video. It was really great, anyways. But so, he, um, stop interrupting, Slewis. You call yourself Slewis? No. <laughs> um, what I'm trying to say about the the Shrek robot script, which is that, um, I think a lot of my the my actions post that project were informed by the success of that project. Mm. And you are a good example. It's like you were grinding on YouTube for a minute before mm -hmm. your first video really popped off. Yes. And so um, this is medium selling. This is the medium selling short, which is Go I don't ahead. think I'd probably, I'm pretty positive that I would not be doing what I'm doing if it wasn't for that video right. reaching an audience, I'd probably be... You wouldn't have given it five or six more videos no, if they didn't I, blow up. I would be like I making dining room chairs. Right. Or I'd be like making um, interesting, like, uh, yeah, like furniture design or something else. That's interesting. I get that. And that makes sense. But and the joke is now that it's like I am in, like constitutionally incapable yeah. of thinking about anything else in my life other than art right now. Sure. And this is what we were talking about before, which is a great benefit and mm. uh eternal downfall yes. of my personality i think you can probably relate to this yeah which is hyperfixation, um and like the i think the real basket of viewership and eyeballs whether you're a really humble guy and like we don't have to keep smoking your sound about how you're like a really authentic person <laughs> but i think that bag is real the, Wait, what bag the baggage of getting viewership getting eyeballs the affirmation not in a bet but i'm saying it's like it you just said it was sort of like the straw that broke the camel's back of you diving into this and pursuing it i actually don't know what i'm saying but kind of well no i think that basically that i don't see myself as the type of per or i didn't see myself as the type of person that would have just grinded on social media yeah, yeah, yeah. and done this art stuff but now that i'm like doing art it's like i'm incapable of like having balance mm -hmm. right now and so that's another thing i want to we talked about this briefly before which is um and i'm kind of curious about how you do this in your life which is something i'm currently working on is uh balance okay and i thought you're gonna say your new sick project 
No, I don't actually have one right now. It's causing I don't believe me intense it. anxiety. Um, I don't believe it. Which is just for some like context. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we love context. Um, I went on a bike ride with my girlfriend a couple like a month ago or so, and because she had vocalized to me that she wanted to spend more time together during the day on the weekends, mm. I was like, that is a completely reasonable request. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, I yeah. got memes to make, babe. And so we went on a bike ride and we biked around this island. Lovely. And we got done and she just turned to me and was like, damn. It was like the first time we've spent time together in uh, during the day. For context, we've been dating for two years. Um, first time we spent time together during the day on the weekend in a year. Mm. Because my schedule, I, I work a nine to five job. Yeah, like, and the art stuff doesn't, it's not, um, it's just a hobby at the, at the moment. Yeah. So I work a nine to five job, working at ADHD, doing animation stuff. And then from nine to five, working there. And then from like six to midnight, I'm working at the studio. Not seven days a week, but a lot. Yes. And then at both full days Saturday, on the weekends. Sunday. And when she said that, I was like, damn like that's totally true and my mom when i was just home she's like why is she like still with you essentially yeah. um she's a really hardworking overachiever as well. not overachiever but yeah like and high she's very extremely dependent and has um successful super good uh social network. so she could but, survive without little old Nettie. yeah but i will say that you know it floored you a little uh no well uh i think it, it is a completely reasonable to want to spend time with your significant yeah. others during the weekend uh, during the day and for a year that wasn't happening and the sort of ability to overwork myself specific to the art stuff and when it was when it was base jumping it was that like mm-hmm. it was just going all the time to do that and then i talk about this um this is the metaphor i gave which was like you remember in Indiana Jones where there's the, in the beginning, there's the golden statue on the pressure plate. Yes. And then he has sandbag. the sandbag and he's like, mm-hmm. and like switches them. Yes. Like that is the metaphor for uh, base jumping in art. Mm. Base jumping was the I see. golden statue. The thing that art. filled your Yeah. Like I needed to. Horizon. Yeah. So I needed, on. I needed to like pretend like in my brain pretend that there was something that filled that void yeah and the sort of all of my um like singular interests energy went into the art then um but sort of the and that's i've been like rewarded for that bad behavior in in a huge way in that like i've had this like growth i've had like a monetary um reward i've had like an uh, emotional reward from mm-hmm. it because like i have all this i know what i'm going to do every day i'm like so excited to go to the studio every day yeah. all this stuff um the sort of downside of that is that it like has a it could ha- it can have a detrimental effect on the people like your friends your family oh, you and said your, your girlfriend yeah. obviously yeah and so that's something that i'm currently sort of struggling with and i'm kind of curious how you balance those things in terms of how do you do the things that you want to do and achieve Mm -hmm. the things you want to achieve while also maintaining 
things outside of your interests. Right. Well, I think I only recently have gotten better. I've also recently started dating a girl. It's been like five months and that was a huge new experience for me to open up my world and life and time to be with someone else. But I don't know, dude, like I'm not like some, I go through the same things, but I don't think I have the answers. Like it's just a balance. I mean, but the thing is, it's like, how do you that, create this balance? Well, the it's thing is, it's like, yeah, it's maybe you want to make place. a balance because if you like your girlfriend a lot, you want to be fair but also it's like being great takes great sacrifice i also believe that like so it's just what you want to do at the end of the day and like can you well, the, give two more hours per day to your girlfriend probably is that gonna affect your art probably not is it if it does it does that's a good that's a good point i don't so, know that's too a little robotic and tough love but i don't know like although it's kind of like asking, well here's another thing it's like you maybe don't know, like what maybe let's let's do a thought experiment what if the next three big projects you do over the course of the next maybe two three four months what if they don't get a bunch of viewership what if all that stuff comes crumbling down mm -hmm. will you continue to grind like there's no tomorrow on the art and have the unbalance or will that in turn make you less into it therefore freeing up your life to other things you know it's like i don't know i think it's all circumstantial you're riding this huge wave of intense um opportunity so it's mm -hmm. like why would you you know why would you want to stop lay off the I, throttle I, I will i don't know i guess i'm steel manning your argument what does steel manning mean like playing the devil's advocate like arguing for no, something like you're doing the opposite i feel like it, this is like me asking yeah like we're at a bar right and i'm like trying to get sober and i'm like should i stop drinking and i ask my alcoholic friend because like <laughs> let's be honest you're like, really you're funny <laughs> when you're drunk i don't think you should stop drinking <laughs> I love hearing. I mean, because you yeah. are you suffer from the same ailment. That I, I do. do which I do. Is, and so it's like this is this echo chamber. We're both like, yeah. oh, this is the reasons we need to do all this stuff. Right. This much. It's like, well, I don't know. I think also there's something to be said about having, like, I don't come up with ideas when I'm in the studio. Mm -hmm. It's like I work on ideas when I'm in the mm -hmm. studio. I come up with ideas when I'm like at dinner and I'm like talking yeah. to my friends and like just like living a normal life. And mm -hmm. so to the idea that you could just be executing all the time mm -hmm. is ridiculous. No, it's ridiculous. But you're like, like you said, you're still more, um, your time frame is a lot shorter. Like you're still sort of in the beginning, the beginning stages. Like Sunday, nobody wasn't a thing a year ago or was it over a year? Anyways, a year and a couple months, a year and a couple months. So that's like very, not a lot of time. Like you're still figuring out. I've had three, four years to figure it out. And what, here's something I could give. I just thought of that's very contextual um, and specific to me. The only thing I can give like, me putting so much um, energy into executing and making and working projects, the more I rely on the su success to equal the input. So if my output doesn't equal it, I get bogged down. And then that sort Wait, of- say, say that last bit again. Like if, my input of work and effort- If that doesn't translate to a direct success- Output, like then work you, equals success. That bums you out. Yeah, then it bums me out. And so I'm sort of married to the idea that that's the equation when that shouldn't be the equation. Also, the more time I try to free up, the more things I like to do. So like, I like to do so many things now that aren't painting or videography. Like I love playing Magic the Gathering now. I actually really enjoy like going to plays or reading. So I have all these other things I wanna do that I'm like, wow, I didn't even know I liked these things because the last four years I was so hyper-focused. But I don't. Right, but you're maybe, else. but you don't know yet. Like, I mean, you're an no. adult and you have a life, but like, I'm saying you're just in the thralls of this first year explosion. 
you're in like the honeymoon stage maybe hmm. maybe I, not though well maybe not i don't I'm just have saying, a, i only have like two data points dude but i, I don't had, like, believe that no, no no i mean two data points in terms of like how i've interacted with my hobbies but basically i had seven years like mm -hmm. my most of my adult life where i did one thing mm -hmm. i just base jumped that was it that was the only thing i was ever interested in doing I, like it was like <laughs> that was it I, I do believe that, but it's also like you have other interests, right? Yeah, I would like go to the movies with friends and hang yeah. out. But like I, uh, I would say conservatively, probably like seventy percent of my mental mm -hmm. anything went into that, which is like insane and like not healthy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and now, but do you actually think it's not healthy, or you just think the idea of it is unhealthy? Like, are you an unhealthy person? Even when your girlfriend said that thing about not hanging out, like. Is your real life really that you know, bogged down or is it really a detriment or is it just the idea no, I mean, like, from for, normal if life? I lived, if I lived in a, um, like on an island and I was just like me, mm -hmm. like I'd be pumped on the way I'm mm -hmm. like, this is, I'm living precisely. And those seven years I was basically I mean, mm -hmm. living precisely the life that I wanted to live. Yeah. But as I get older, I'm like, okay, I don't live in a, uh, in a vacuum. Mm -hmm. I need, like, I need to start recognizing how my actions affect other people. Yeah. And I don't want to negatively affect other people's lives. When I was younger, I was like, I don't really give a shit. Like if you, mm -hmm. uh, I'm gonna do what like, I want. Don't really have to like report to anyone. Well, yeah. Especially with the base jumping. People be like, this is causing me a lot of stress. I'd be mm -hmm. like, well, like this is something I'm doing. So mm -hmm. like basically like get used to it, mm -hmm. which is not like a super, um, kind way of interacting. And so I don't want to make that same mistake with the art stuff, which is, I know this about myself, which is like, I have like a super intense magnifying glass when it comes to my interests and I want to figure out, okay, like how do I achieve the things I want to achieve and, you know, do the projects that I'm proud of and all this stuff. But at the same time, like take weekend bike rides with my girlfriend mm -hmm. and like, uh, keep maintaining a social life. People listen to me like you freak of nature. Just do that then. <laughs> Yeah, you I know. Can do Stop it. talking about it. No, but, but the, I, I but really do get what you're saying. I think you relate to this, which is, um, it's like telling a like a dog to let go of a chew toy. Yeah, it's nice. like they want to play fetch, but they yeah. just won't let go of the ball. And they'll do it till like, or same with labs. Like my lab will literally eat a whole bag of kibble until it like kills itself <laughs> because it's just yeah. And and this is a huge. This is like sort of the addict. That mentality that. that we were talking about before which is like in some ways yeah. it's this huge yes. superpower where it's like it we have the ability to focus mm -hmm. insane mm -hmm. amounts of energy and to like a huge a, a massive comment that i get on uh my project is like i could never i would yeah. just i would give up before it even started and i'm l like just finish it what do you mean <laughs> and like i would get like sort of angry i'd be like what do you mean yeah, like right? just, just it just do it just and then build just a sarcophagus and my friend my brother's older friend is this amazing guy from sweden um named axel and uh, he ran a marathon off the couch and i was like axel what was that like he's like oh it's easy he ran a marathon off the couch yeah he just like without training he's just like oh got oh, 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 got oh. The couch and did it and he was like i was like was that hard he's like no you just run yeah, and yeah. then you just keep running, right? So his internal resolve is well, but strong. he didn't see it that way. He was just yeah. like, just keep running, right. and and that was sort of, I think, for the first like six months of my doing art, when all these people were commenting like, I could never, I have the yeah. like whatever. 
I was like, what do you mean? Just like do it and then just do it again until it's done. Right. But that's, yeah. You but can't, that's so those, dumb. They're just, hor- they're honestly, I mean, no offense to people. They're just horrible comments. They're just horrible things to say because it makes no sense. It's like, you no. didn't just like wake up and do all that stuff. It was your whole life in history that led to this point with expertise and experience. No, I'll push back and say that I actually think those fart. are helpful in that they illustrate that like things that I've taken for granted. Right. The things that I recognize that like, I think have contributed positively to why where I am now. Mm-hmm. A, they're this is the double-edged sword that there there are components of them that are really detrimental to me, but they're also really positive. Mm-hmm. Super low activation energy, like not um, like going from paper idea to going to Home Depot to buy materials is like ten seconds, basically. To put no forethought into that. Mm-hmm. Um, where I do see a lot of my friends being like, well, I have this idea, but I'm not totally sure. And I'm like, you should do it. And they, yeah, they never those actually... Are un, those aren't doer people. You're a doer. Yeah. And not so that, negatively or negatively. It's just like you do. So low activation energy. That's great. I, I like how you say that, but it doesn't make sense in my brain. Low what? activation energy. Like to, to activate, activate on the idea, it takes you a lot, not a lot of energy. Like, yeah. Like a very What's low. another way we could say that eloquently? Even though yours is very eloquent, it just doesn't bode well with me. Um, Like a, a very... Um, not I don't I don't overthink like a, really. a easily starter easy start quick easy start starter, quick, quick start, start a quick start oven no yours is nicer sorry I like quick start oven I just didn't get it at first low activation energy like in a chemical, it makes you sound a, lazy that, a chemical like in a chemical reaction like you don't need to superheat the solution you mm-hmm. just like maybe like throw a match in there and it goes I totally get it I'm harping um and so Things that I think I do appreciate my personality, which I don't feel like I've, con- these are just things that mm-hmm. um, like I was born with. I don't think I sure. was like developed these skills really. Yeah. Maybe through my environment, like mm-hmm. I know people in my life that have also are this way, but yeah, low activation energy, sort of irrational um, optimism. My dad has that big time mm-hmm. where he'll like. Blind optimism. Yeah. Where he'll just be like, you know, it'll fail on a bunch of different projects to like, will fail. But, and then I'll be like, how, what do you think of it? Like, what's going to happen with this next project? You're like, this is, it's, I'm going to hit this one out of the park. Mm-hmm. And like, and then in, in a lot of ways that I think is like completely required. I forget who said this, but it was like, especially in creative endeavors, there needs to be some level of delusional, like optimism. It is, it is blind optimism. And so I think I uh, do have that where I'm just like, um, I feel like, okay, I can probably do this project yeah. if I want to, if I, if I'm like capable and it's within my like financial limitations that I have with my job and mm-hmm. stuff. And then maybe the third being, um, like task completion. Mm-hmm. Those like, I am really, through. I'm really bad at leaving tasks uncompleted. Mm-hmm. And so those three things I recognize contribute like in a huge way to how I'm able to do the things I'm doing. But I think I had a hard time recognizing those things a because each of those has a negative component to them and so i focused on the negatives and then the other thing being i didn't recognize the uh i didn't recognize that not everyone had those and so when people would um like dm me or comment or whatever and they would be like oh i started but then i didn't finish i'd be like why like yeah um or like someone would like the uh, a, a teen from a, a, a school it was like I was like communicating him with him about like this project he was doing and he was like, I need your like advice. And I was like, yeah, sure. And, and I was like, you should do this, this and this. And then 
like but he, he didn't end up doing that and yeah. it made me like so sad i was like why like mm-hmm. doesn't this kill you like can't you mm-hmm. and i think yeah just um recognizing that everyone's brain is wired differently and just because your brain or my brain is like wired in a very specific way to execute on these tasks mm-hmm. doesn't mean and i know you're a big proponent of when people are like you're just born with your talent of as an artist and you're like because like you've mm-hmm. put so much effort into being able to uh, you know do practice yeah practice and so I do, I do appreciate that there is a lot of skill and time and energy that you've put into this but I will also say that I think that um, there is a component of uh, my attributes that I was born with that create allow you yeah, to sure. sit down and just like grind I, could, I consider myself lucky i don't know if you like you're saying all these things as if they're yeah. bad like, do you you no i totally dude you, i'm totally feel lucky with in my terms of like character the, traits yeah the, like Absolutely. your sims so they're bars. they're detrimental but like you got to be like a really uncontrolled person to like mitigate those de- defaults like yeah sure no, like, I, I, I think yeah like the, you're lucky i'd say you're just lucky Yes, absolutely. In, yeah. in many ways. And, and I, I don't mean to, I guess. And you could also learn those skills. Like character traits aren't just black and white, like tattooed into you and you have it or don't. Like yeah. you can learn those things just like you can unlearn bad character habits, mm-hmm. which hopefully we're all trying to do. We got to move on, dude. <laughs> okay. Like it's been an hour and a half. We haven't talked about any of your projects. Okay. Hit me with them. I'm ready. <laughs> and maybe I'll be also, doing I feel like this is just like the entire podcast would be like, this personality trait I've got no. is not so good. <laughs> I'll be like, are you okay, dude? Like, you want to, you want to yes, like, I am lobotomize yourself or what? Extremely happy with, it's my phone. Oh, okay. I thought it was an extra microphone, actually. Um, extremely happy with yeah. the cards that I've been dealt. And also, to just but, third person perspective, you've only done this for a year. Who knows how those character traits are going to mm. pan out, right? Like, you had it with your base jumping and you're drawing these lines and threads that are similar completely agree you know yourself better than anyone but you know give your sunday nobody a few more years who knows what's going to happen mm-hmm. how you're going to evolve internally check back in three years we're going to have now. another one hopefully in a year great if this, this will be like, upload this be like one the, day the billy eilish year yeah <laughs> i like that at first thing. i didn't like it and i was like fuck her and fuck this thing it's so dumb oh, and gimmicky. i love it now no, i'm like this is really no cool. it's so fun it's, it's like, like this, a like, video log yeah it's like a video diary yeah no right. i was just a hater i do it a lot but um hmm. all right can we talk about your summer projects i just want to talk about the projects hit me because they're so cool let's just talk about them b right. movie or we talked about shrek briefly you want to go in kind of what do you want to ask me about them how do you what's well i think i just want to i want to ask because i hate the inspiring question what inspired you but it's also like i can show you yeah i also just want to from your thinking let's just go from a from a chronological order because you don't have a countless amount you have what six or seven main bangers maybe more let's look yeah so we've got number one Writing down all of Shrek with a robot. Such a banger. A classic. Instantly a classic. Okay. Number two, we've got painting with a gif. Pa- sorry, painting a gif. So I made four big paintings. Like, yeah. I don't know. Like that bigger. Size. Bigger than that. Yeah, pretty big. Um, And made it so that when you look at each painting one after another, it right. turns into Stop the, motion the gif dancer. of Rickroll. Four frames. Yeah. Um, that one was cool, but... I wouldn't say it's your high caliber no. banger. Yep. Number three was a true national treasure. And that was, that was cool. making a huge, like the size of that wall, um, white or uh, 
like a big huge canvas with like a super ornate yeah. gold frame that just had a tiny little qr code yeah. in the middle that linked to the movie national treasure right and so this let's talk about this because this is like the first semblance of this sort of interactive it, it, i don't know how to wrap my brain around it because it's like a video of a real tangible project that's so large and almost unnecessarily awesomely large know, like that, certainly which that then has sent to the yeah across the country so that um so then we there's the whole big thing and then um we sent it we who's we it's me <laughs> <Yeah>. me like <laughs> we my team we, my team mike and, and ike um I, I sent it across to New York, actually, to a, a, one of the directors of at the of the MoMA as a joke. Um, just, wow! Did you even mention that, huh? I did. Did it's you? A, it's in the video. Oh, um, it's at the end what where, like, randomly, um, we like the, with a big spinning thing. I like shot a Nerf gun and it um, landed on one of the oh, I do directors that. and right. Um, they sent it back. Obviously, <laughs> they were like, "Dude, we <laughs> liability. Like, what are you doing? We can't like take this massive piece of me, Martin." Um, but that's like all part of the fun of it is mm -hmm. to you know send it and then yeah. i had so it's so funny I, I forgot about that i actually was thinking of the same thing i was thinking of this medusa character actually i was thinking of like making a really intricate box putting it and somehow figuring out cause you know the artist cause find out his address who oh, also no that's the uh, I crazy at dude, some point the you're right it fell okay it did fall yeah, that's also Dean's version of the cause guy, Dean Sache. Shout out, Dean. Yeah, me too. I was like, where the fraud is it? Um, anyways, I was like obsessed with him. I was like, if I send him this elaborate, like sick painting and this mm -hmm. elaborate unboxing. like and with I, a lock of your hair. Yeah. <laughs> and like he's that. based in Brooklyn. His studio's in Brooklyn. So mm. I was like, I'm going to like camp out and like find him <laughs> and like find where he like exits an entrance and like put it there. <laughs> and then he'll hit me up and I never followed through with it. But it was a, mm. it was a pipe. Pipe so, dream. Uh, talking about Falter, why, where, why didn't that idea come to fruition? You know, the thing is, like, I'm really, I don't have those big thoughts a lot. Because for me, when I have, like, Jimmy Neutron brain blast of ideas, like, it will either be, like, on the train, in a car. You don't write them down? No, I do. I do write them down. Not only do I write them down, I'll film myself saying exactly what it's going to be, the time and place <laughs> I thought of it, so I could, like, re- <laughs> bring it back when i execute it and i did that for like this podcast like, you have a, like, like a notes app where do you keep these ideas i have i do voice memos if i don't have a camera so okay. actually recently i was at my grandma's over the holidays and we just got to my grandma's old home and my we were going in to have lunch i was like mom i have to like i'm gonna be here for a minute because i have to like jot this down and mm. i just like did like a two minute voice memo of like all the project anyways Anyways, it's not a big deal. It's just funny because I, I that's a great idea. Sending it to like the MoMA person, like this mm. idea. Um, I just had the same. Well, so speaking of, uh, I get that question a lot, which is like, where where do you come up with the, these ideas? Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. and the answer is um, this. Right. You showed me. Wait, we gotta blur this out. Why? This is G14 classified, dude. Dude, people can watch yeah. it. I know. I'm kidding. So you won't be able to see. Probably it's so small. The um, I'm blurring it out. <laughs> uh, so it's just a sensitive. thread of thoughts of ridiculous ideas. Let's read a couple. Well, some some backstory to this, which is I have a mental uh, rule, which is if I ever think of an art idea, I have to write it down. Like there's no, oh, this is really good. Or, oh, this mm -hmm. is the worst idea I've ever had. Like it goes in the list no matter what. And the time doesn't matter either. I also need, like I need to write it down. So it'd be like three in the morning and I'll like, stumble out of bed to go to the bathroom and I'll like think of something and I'll be like fuck I need to like blast my light with blast my eyes with the phone I like that 
Um, but so sometimes I'll wake up the next day and just be like, that is incoherent. I don't even know mm-hmm. what that means. Like number 57 is just chicken organ. <laughs> like the instrument organ. I was like, I don't know what that means. Uh, I mean, but you have some sort of context when you write it down, but maybe you don't remember the detail or yeah. breath I of mean, it. But some of them are more um, <laughs> like more engaged or uh, more flushed out. Like um, painting, uh, going to Home Depot every day and getting one free color sample tile and then making a huge painting from it. That's a great after, idea. like a year. That's a great idea. Um, but Dang. then other, other stuff is just like 159. I just said mimes lol <laughs> 158 is a one stair escalator like just things i like that think so would be funny. fun but like number 142 yeah. is just ohio <laughs> so <laughs> some of them are like more like much more flushed out did of you ideas. have this list during national treasure time yeah but i'm at like in the hundreds now it's probably like that was my third project it's probably had like Right, forty ideas. Okay, so again, let's just look back a little. After the success of a retrospective, yeah. After the success of the Shrek thing, did all of this start flooding? You're like, wow, now I want to do more projects like this. Like, did you use the Shrek as like? Again, we're only retrospectively looking back. We can break this down. But after that, did you break it down? It's like, what worked with this? Did I enjoy it? How can I frame a different project within the same sphere? Is that what you did or no? we've talked about this yeah which is i had a level of unsureness about classifying what i did as meme art which Mm. is i was like damn do i really want to like put myself in such a box right right, maybe i just want to make a heartfelt video yeah and it doesn't have anything to do with memes it's not a Mm -hmm. joke it's just like i did do i want to limit myself in that way Mm -hmm. and then i was like you know what Sure. I a I like the um, I like having some boundaries of what I think I you know I think boundaries are a good way to be totally. creative. And then b if I want to do something like I don't it's not a dead set rule. Like I could make like the the dance bear video with the stencils. Yeah, that's, that's not like super meme. No, that's a, that's a, exactly what I was going to go to. Yeah, and, and so there's it's not really that constrictive. So I was like, yeah, okay, I'm down uh-huh. with having. I think it's a good way to describe what I make. Yeah. And so I'm I'm fine with it. And so yes, after the Shrek video, I was like, okay, what are like internet centric ideas that have a physical component that I can make a video that comes along with it that I think people would enjoy watching? And there's hopefully some level of uh, user participation because mm. all that stuff is what like that is all the stuff that I like. Yes. And so well put just putting all that together. Well put. That's great. That's such a period. We could just like, that's a great, period, mm, period, I, I should have said that in the beginning of my thing. I might be chopping this podcast up to like give context in other places because it's all over the place, but in no, a no, very is, wonderful is, way. Well, I will, will say that the sort of insane, uh, nonlinear <laughs> process is like, I think people relate to it. I think you should, this is my, I won't touch opinion, it. I could is, just, we'll just let it go, which is like seeing how uh, yeah. like, not in, in erotic and insane this all is, is yeah the most that's uh, fine that's fine with me honest um okay bears went so no, no, no. big viral no. big viral well we had bears i think it's important to talk on failures too okay please which is uh i did the shrek then i did the rickroll dancing national treasure then i did and those three i was like had a very prescribed um 
way of making them, which is like, this is how I made this thing. And I did this thing. Then I did this, cut out this wood and did this thing. And then there's the final product at the end. It's like, and the structure was the same, which was like an essay, which was how they taught us in school. Tell them what you're going to tell them. Five paragraph essay. Tell them what you're going to tell them. Tell them what you uh, tell them what you're going to tell them. Tell them, tell them what you told them. And that's what these videos are. You know, it's Mm -hmm. like the structure is the exact same. And on the third one where I made this, the apparently kid where he's like, um, each word apparently, and I like the super long, I have to show you this one. Wait, is this a draft? No, this is a, this is a, a full project. Yeah. And, but this is the first one I did where it didn't align with. Right. Your, yeah. your formula before. Okay. I remember. Seeing and that. I, I remember thinking like, I don't want to feel so constrained. Yeah. And this one was like a, f- a failure in terms of, and that's a, like such a loose term. In what? in a category in the viewership in, sure in view in viewership or how you felt about it i think how i felt about it is is tied to viewership right or even the video how the final video came out no i think i think it's it's the the amount of people the audience that it reaches mm. i i don't and this is something i'm unpacking and trying to work on uh, is that uh a large metric for success of a project in my mind is um, if it reaches an audience or not. And I, I just want to make stuff that people like. Yeah, no, I know. And I don't even mean like, don't forget to like and subscribe, like that sort of like. I just mean like, I just want people to enjoy it. And relate to it. And I think, first of all, yes, they do. I know that about you. And it's actually different from what I do because I'm a little more selfish in that. I just want to make things I like. Mm. And hopefully people like them, of course, and maybe... That's a detriment to myself. No. But you comedy memes is like the unspoken language of the internet for a reason because it is relatable in their wackiness. And so your framework under the same guidelines is does really make people happy. So I think that you're <laughs> I'm a hero. No, you're not a hero, but it, you found a a truly um, flowing river of the vehicle to make people happy within the things that you also like that in turn reach a lot of people. I don't know what I was saying. Okay. Uh, sure. If you, if you say so. I mean, I think that, that it's unhealthy to have your like mental health tied to yeah, social course. media performance of course it's it's not a way to like live but Um, also like let's not be naive here eventually you're looking to maybe quit your full-time job this become your job like like there's all these other things that you have to like everything can't just be like yeah no fralala i'm doing this like i want to penetrate obviously i want a billion people to see it rather than a million how can i make a billion people see it what is the most efficient way to use the app tiktok to get the amount of people so it's like these are all real things yeah, no, absolutely. And you're not just a hero. Um, and I think part of the reason I've kept my nine to five job so long is that I like not needing to monetize yeah, every project. That That's helps you. Huge. It's like, I don't need to, like, I'm my own patron because I yes. just funnel all of my yeah. income from my job mm-hmm. to my art stuff. Mm-hmm. And so that's how I'm able to pay for the studio. That's how I'm able to pay for all the supplies and all that stuff. It's now slowly getting... Um, changing as like i made money on the bare stencils um that ch- how we talk about the flaming hot cheetos yeah you told me which was insane we had actually we'll, we'll talked a lot about that, that. do you remember which about 
about like what oh, you want to do with the flaming which hot we can Cheetos, get to and I was very it. bullish. If you remember, um, we'll get to that no. when, we, when we get to the yeah. to the project. But um, yes, I mean, I I agree that that there's you know a, a variation between how much we. Well, you know, yeah. I have a question. Did you ever have you ever started a new project? Maybe say before the bears. Did you have a few in the air? Like, what should I do? I really want to do this one, but I think this one would do better via the internet did oh, you ever no. have that debate no okay. no because th there's you like i'm not um and we talked about this a little bit before which is okay there's maybe it's like 200 and on instagram and maybe 200 on tiktok that 200,000 people on each of those that would potentially see the stuff i make mm. well maybe more maybe just because of the way the algorithms work but if I thought about when I'm trying to figure out what project to do, 400,000 people, it's just not like that's par it's paralyzing. I'm never like mm. cause me like intense. Right. Like, I don't my, know, my I don't know necessarily mean like what those individual people want, but no, just but, in saying like, is but, this narrative a stronger algorithm penetrator than this other one? Well, I mean, what is an algorithm other than just a bunch of people and like I mean, what they want right. to see, which is. No, I think so. Assuming you know what the algorithm wants, that's but that's what these projects have shown me is that I have no ability to predict. No which, one does, bro. Except no, no, no. clearly, Mr. Beast. Welcome. <laughs> but what I'm saying is like that um, project that we were just doing with the apparently kid, like, was the first one that underperformed to sort of a much higher degree than other videos that I'd had, and I was like, oh my god, this is. Like I have, it was a really helpful um, experience because it showed me I don't have any ability to uh, dictate or predict which is going to be successful. So there's no point in me trying to pick a project that I think will do well. It's like I'm not going to okay, pick project it. A over yeah. project B right. because I don't have any ability to to predict those. And yeah. so it's stupid to be like, I'm going to pick project A because it's going to do better. It's like, no, I picked two projects that I picked completely independently of each other. I'm like, oh, A is going to be way better. Yeah, and it's different. And it's it's like, nope, actually B, like You're people right. relate to way more. So I don't pick based on what I think people will like. I just exclusively pick about like that very small group of people, my brothers, mm. some close friends. Good. I'll yeah. be like, what, are, what, what can I do? And they're a I good think? barometer. Yes, they are my um, n n n true north. They are like oil dipstick. In a car. Yeah. Engine oil. Yes. Right? Great. All right, let's keep going. I okay. Also, just uh, anecdotally, the Bears project was the first project I saw of yours, and I saw it just through the algorithm. I didn't follow you before, and I'm like a painter. Also, stencil was like sort of the DNA of my work for a while. Huge love for stencils, and yeah. I saw that, and I was like, holy shit, this is awesome. Just immediately, that's all it was. Was like, wow, this project is fucking awesome. It should be viral. The the amount of time and work that went into it was epic. Squeeze down. Everything about it was just, I don't know, not perfect. or It was just top tier. Everything was great. And I was like, who the frick is this? And I remember seeing it way longer, way before you hit me up. Mm -hmm. And anyways, that's just the months, first one I saw. Later. Um, well, I'm about to one-up you. I've done been a fan Dang. forever. <laughs> um, so right. I remember thinking like, damn, what? I had been following you with your okay. Here's a here's a real hype up for you. Let's get it. Which is get and this is me. the power of the internet. I love the internet. 
Yeah, the internet so is much. Sick. The internet is. I'm like the biggest fan of the internet. It's also my biggest demon. Yeah. Well, once again, this is, if this is the common theme of the podcast, is like great benefit with great benefits comes am- amazing or yes. terrible flip sides. Yes. And so I don't want to be. I don't want this podcast to sound like me just like com- complaining no. and pointing out all these really I terrible things. But yeah. I think it's important to like on so many podcasts, people are it's like. I did this shit and I'm sick and I'm like just killing the game. But a lot of these podcasts we watch are like really famous, like big people. We're just like schmoes. Yeah. Which I love way more. Yeah. But I think it's helpful to when people are open and transparent about like, yes, I have these great things that happened to me. Mm -hmm. And here are, here are sort of the costs of that. Totally. Yeah. People don't usually talk about the costs. And so that's all I want to talk about. Um, I don't remember what we were talking about how you found me but i don't really care about that honestly <laughs> no like, I have you, i'll just really quickly have you up which is that uh you're you like a huge reason that i got the studio was because of you oh really yes because did you, you watch my moving in and the transition yes really? no no, no not not this one uh your old studio yeah because of you being like my age yeah and being like oh i just like made an art studio I was yeah like, that kid on youtube did it truly i similar. can do this truly similar and that's like why the internet is amazing is because yeah. for people like us um, we have examples in our lives of people that are like, if you want to do this, you can. But if you live in Arkansas, in like rural ass Arkansas, you don't necessarily have people in your direct community that no. if you want to go move to New York and like have an art studio, yeah. it's just, that's so far beyond probably what you're exposed to. Mm-hmm. And so for you to then post online and be like, here is the full process and all the nitty gritty details that I had to go through about getting the space, that's super helpful. I really love that. And you, that was very helpful for me. So thank you. You're welcome. And I, dude, I took the exact same route for other people. That's literally your inspiration. I don't even know if I could tell one, but what I do know is just from such a young age, people having their own space, a a designated creative space, which in my life before that main first big studio in Bridgeport, I I guess what what your space before your yeah sure was it i mean it was on yeah on youtube yeah and like that's how much i know slew no it is true and then before that it was like my room where i would take apart nerf guns or i would fingerboard and i would still film things um so and that that creative space yeah wait let me see if i can pop a kickflip first try no way no embarrassing not even try cut that (laughs) that's also a really shitty tactic but um classic a bad carpenter blames his tools. yeah but that that's sort of i've always had that i'm the only boy in my family i have three sisters you know i didn't have a dad growing up your and mom so like, sounds like the real mvp yeah she totally is i mean everything everything ever is from her um but having my own space to be creative to work um a designated space actually is super Huge. important especially for the stuff we do but <laughs> anyways um okay so yeah continuing on what would be this and also for just for another anecdote, like the space is like a piece of work, right? Especially for you who's only had it for maybe a year, like building when you, when you, a space when you piece of work. We mean it's like a project in itself. The studio Dude, is the project the itself. Studio setting up a studio took far. Yeah, but how, and was it enjoyable? Effort. Like this, literally no. building this place was the most enjoyable thing ever. It's like a treehouse. It's, it's like yes, it's like a home. It's like your bedroom. It's no, efficient, I, it's functional, but it's also a stage for my videos. Like this is the my sickest project I think I ever will partake in. I, and it's a little I'll different. Push back on that. That's I fine. Think, We're different people. I don't think that you'll I, I think that I this is an incredible space, but you what you've made in here is also really incredible. Totally. So 
no for me it was uh, a lot of stress and like <laughs> shit stuff i just you're wanted right. to, i just wanted to make stuff yeah, you're i right. just wanted to yeah, like right. have the studio space set up well see so. like i'm a little yeah my my world is different i wanted to like make it look cool you a know yeah like a home yes okay moving on mm-hmm. dancing bear is sick and then I remember, I do remember vividly looking after I saw, also, I think your project was reposted and that's where I saw it. I didn't see it through Sunday Nobody. Mm-hmm. I saw the bears reposted on like Street Art Globe or some thing. Okay, that sounds right. Right, I mean, which stinks, but also it gives no, you no, eyeballs. That, that's, that's, yeah. doesn't stink. Repost that's like the sick. power of the, this is what I love about the internet, yeah. which is like you make something mm-hmm. and then you put it out Recycled. and it's, it's, it's not yours anymore yeah. in some ways. <laughs> no, I'm serious. I know, totally. It's like the internet is, if nothing else, it's like a sharing platform. Yeah. It's it's the access to information. And so yeah. I, I, as soon as I put something out there, I'm like, that's not really mine yeah. anymore. See ya. It's like ideally someone would credit you and say, this no, is No, I think they did, whatever. but I didn't go as far as to click you. But then further down the Rhine, I must have been served it again. Say the Rhine. Further down the line. Oh, the, I thought you meant the Rhine River in Germany. <laughs> I was like, wow, I've never heard that before. No, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> further down the line. Further down the line, I saw it. And then I clicked on your thing. And from the Dancing Bears, you only had... I saw the, the Pixar moms, which I was like, what the fuck? This mm. is so funny and smart. And then I saw the Shrek and I was like, oh my God, this kid is so dope. And then at that point, was you, that you before hit, I hit you up or afterwards? Re, very soon before you hit me up. So then when that's you hit so me up, I was like, oh shit. And that's when I'm like, everything was worth it. <laughs> like the studio, everything I've ever done. Like cool artists hitting me up. And then we like started talking and we only like, we just became friends really. It was a very quick rite of passage, I'd say. The Because um, you did voice chats and I did voice chats back yeah. very soon. Mm-hmm. And then we FaceTimed. I was like, oh my God, is he going to be like like an acid burn crazy person or is he gonna be i'm just kidding i will say the the benefits of having uh following on on social media is like the there's a huge delta between my expectations yeah and like i thought like i remember very specifically because i idolized mike my friend had thirty thousand uh when we first started had thirty thousand instagram followers and i remember just being like thirty thousand people want to see his stuff like that's incredible like he's making and it was so deserved because like the stuff he makes is insanely cool and i just remember being like ah like if i ever got there like that would be insane Mm -hmm. and lo and behold i feel the exact same now it's not like my i'm like have transcended into another plane of existence like it's, I just feel the same. I don't feel any more content or right. there are components of it that are great. Yeah. Like you have a very loud microphone. A lot of people are like willing to help you. There are yeah. huge benefits to totally. it. Um, but in terms of like filling some hole inside of me, it's like never it's, will it's, fill. It does not fill. No. But a huge benefit of it that I didn't recognize is that like you can hit up people and they'll respond. Yeah. Not always. Like I, like if I some like. Yeah. You can't I, probably I hit up calls. You know who I did hit up who didn't respond is... Um, Daniel Arsham, who's like a cause level um, pop artist. I think too. I do know him. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, I had a very specific question about like, a, I was like, what foundry do you use here? Mm. And I was like, please respond. And That's so funny. But I just think people like. I wouldn't have responded to you, honestly, probably if I didn't, you didn't have a lot of followers. And it's not to say I look at all that, my DMs. That or if, if you hadn't seen the stuff that I made. Yeah. No, no, no. Probably the followers. Like, because also a lot of people hit me up for like advice or what should I do here? And like, I can't just talk to everyone it's like 20 dms a day i reply to every dm 
Yeah, I used no, to. Actually, that's no, actually, no, I used not to. Every I used to, and then it got to a point where it was like taking two hours each I day. Try it. Yeah, it's a huge time suck. But, but I like it. I but like if they have a people. lot of, if they have a lot of followers, and I visit their page before responding and see that they're a real deal artist, then I'll strike a discourse because why wouldn't? It's like a colleague rather than but that a Joe feel, Schmo. That doesn't feel slightly. You just feel it doesn't feel fair. Yeah. Well, that's just my decision. Yeah. I mean, like. <laughs> I mean, Sorry, I people. still do. The thing is, like, I still I DM so many kids. I mean, the amount of birthdays, videos I've sent into people for their birthdays, over 100. The amount Wait, of interviews I've done for kids in high school and college, probably over 60. Really? Yeah. So I am very, like, active and talk to people a lot, but it can't be every person. Yeah. It's um, just too many. And the people game. who are legitimate professionals, because there's a difference between a professional and a greenhorn kid it's funny i feel like a greenhorn but like i yeah but you know what i'm saying so i'm more you i'm more likely to talk and talk shop to a professional that's that's what i mean true. you know yeah. like i'll like anyways i don't have to go down the rabbit hole that was really honest also <laughs> please don't ask me to do an interview for your <laughs> high school because i've done countless um yeah anyways all right so let's talk about i just want to like where did it when did you get the b movie idea and like, cause that's, we got to talk about, cause we're just talking and I feel like people don't have more context. You have to watch these videos because it's so complex. Some of these things, I feel like the B movie was the first hyper complex one in terms of it involved coding involved. Oh, I, it's interesting that you say that. That is like a very middle of the road one for me. Okay. Let's go to tell a different me, one then. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what, why, tell me why Dude, you I just think, think that it's one so is... smart and it's so, and it's, it's easier like to a viewer, it's easy to be like, oh, that's cool. But actually getting that done just seems like it took a lot of work. Like it's like these big brain ideas that take the, big the, time. The irony, the irony that you s is that that was a filler project between. So the dance bear took forever yeah. because I had to cut out so many stencils. Super fun. But mm -hmm. then the next one was the treasure hunt. That one took forever. That, because one, that was one like took so much planning. Scary. The B movie one, I was like, I'm gonna be able to knock this out in a week, oh, really? and it happened in like a couple weeks. Okay. That one was way. It's funny that you say like that's the most complex. It's the most well, not maybe not um, the most complex. I think it's the most. It had all of the um, check marks of an awesome project to me because it was interactive. Were, yeah, because people came and filled yeah, it, out it was in extremely the park. smart. It was big scale. I can't believe you also painted out the maze. You could have easily, first of all, used a marker instead of a paintbrush, a dinky paintbrush with acrylic paint. I didn't, I, to, I didn't totally know that acrylic paint markers existed, yeah. but I think honestly... Or just a big Sharpie, yeah. I, I, I did know. I thought about using a Sharpie and a CNC, but I thought it'd be funnier to do it all by hand. It was, and that also was like, it was an actual canvas. It was a piece of art that he mm. painted that was then going to be used by other people. So all of these things in my mind just hit these levels of like oh this is so cool oh this is so smart and then at the end you're drawing barry b benson in like a <laughs> lounging pose i'm just like how dumb and genius is this and i don't mean dumb in a mean way no, no, no. i know what i mean totally know what you mean which is like there's a, a weird novel it's so um novel it's well, amazing the there's a massive delta between the amount of effort delta i put in between into a project versus the like worth of a project like it yeah. doesn't make sense really to put in i don't know how long that project took like uh, you know a lot a long you said time two weeks um you're talking about hours yeah hours okay in. like it doesn't make sense to put in so many hours into a project that is objectively like a a silly dumb thing mm -hmm. like it's a barry benson from b movie like yeah. why are you putting so much hours into it 
but I think that is for whatever reason I gravitate towards that. And I think Mm. other people gravitate towards that too, which is like, um, high commitment to silly ideas. Yes. Yes. And I, this is another part of the internet, which I love, which is you think that you need to make content or just stuff that is like broadly, uh, applicable or broadly has mass appeal, but there's like this inverse correlation, which is, in some ways, the more specific you make it, we were talking about this, yeah. the more yeah. it opens it up to other people. Yeah. Which is like, if I just made like a football analysis video of like, this is like my take on sports, you know, <laughs> everyone loves sports. Um, yes. It's like, I don't know, it's not that mm-hmm. interesting. To, but to open it up to everyone, it makes it interesting to no one. Mm-hmm. And to hyper focus on your specific sense of humor or your specific intricacies and neuroses about like yeah i just for whatever reason i just was like oh it'd be fun to sit down and just tediously paint a maze for a week or however long it took that is engaging to watch totally and i like seeing that when i look at other people's videos and i think it's fun to make those types of videos yeah no you nailed it right on the head um and that's just one of my favorite favorite projects is so funny and so cool and you said in the video you're shocked with how quickly not only people solved it, but also like you really can see Barry. Cause that was one of the things that was sort of the unknown. It's like, yeah. Okay. We did this scale. What is it like eight by six, six by eight feet or something like that. Like, that. I mean, you used permit markers, but you know, it really just worked out anyways, moving on. Cause we only have a few more to go through. So why not just go through them? The whole scavenger hunt. This was another one of these things where I said before, it was more of like the video was the final product because yeah, only i mean i don't know how many people participated in the scavenger hunt i can tell you i got a spreadsheet okay but and not anyone everyone got as far as andy was that his name andy andy for prez um i think everyone should watch this video because it is brain rattling i don't think this podcast would i think you have to have seen these videos for this podcast to be interesting but that's okay yeah but i, I mean yeah especially <laughs> the first hour of this podcast <laughs> but no it, it's true and um hopefully the clickbaity title will really wrangle people in i'm worried what was the start of that project because this one is not super different but like clearly yeah clearly immense prep yes in a um organized linear fashion and so the metaphor i have for this one which i was talking about this recently with someone which is why i was thinking about it which is you've seen forrest gump yeah my second movie metaphor get ready what was After the first one? Indiana Jones, Bag of Sand. Oh, I love that one. Um, we've got um, Forrest Gump, which is crowd favorite movie. There's that scene in it where he's running across the country and just, he's like kind of an idiot and just running across the country and all of a sudden people start following him mm. and like assign like value to this thing. Like it's, he's running across the country, like it's this thing. But at the end of the day, he's like kind of just an idiot running across mm-hmm. the country. Um, I don't mean to be mean to Forrest, but that's a little bit how I felt like at this project, which is like, I'm not like, I'm kind of an idiot in a lot Mm. of ways. Like I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm smart. I would just say that I have like a very thin set of skills, like video editing and like, um, some like making stuff. Yes. But then all of a sudden, like I was looking at my inbox and it would be like, insane people were hitting me up be like when is the second challenge coming out and i was like oh god i'm not prepared like i'm not these people are following me and i'm like just an idiot running across the country yeah. like i don't understand how this group followed me because yeah. 
I released the first one, the first of the three challenges. You may be an idiot, but your projects aren't. Yeah, well, the thing, I mean, it's all subjective, but it's still to make things yeah. that are better than you are. But um, I, the, I made the first. You're not an idiot, though. Thanks. I made the first challenge and I was like, this will take people a bit to fi figure it out. Like, OK. No, Andy solved it so fast. Yeah. And people really quickly were like, we need the second challenge. Yeah. Like, Where is this? Where were you posting these, by the way, on Instagram? What was the how did I? Because uh, that's what I'm saying. It's not on your TikTok. Oh, oh, you know, I had, I had, um, oh, you deleted I had, them? No, no, no. I had sprinkled them throughout other projects in the the projects bef coming before that. Wait, really? Yeah, like at the da at the dance bear one, I had uh, like done the first clue for the. Tr oh, I, this right, was like a super right. Long, yeah, right. Okay, it was a I long, do remember. Slow burn thing because I knew I wanted to do a treasure hunt video, so I basically like put in small bits into the previous videos. Um, and so crazy, but I was also working on other projects. So I wasn't doing it full time and I did the first challenge and I was like, I made this thing pretty hard. Like it'll take people a bit and I'll have time to come up with the second challenge. No, yeah. like people solved it immediately. Oh. And my inbox ended up being filled with like people that it was like really intimidating to finish the second challenge because it'd be like Google artificial intelligence lab researcher, <laughs> like David, blah, blah, blah is like hitting you up or like it'd be like a full set of grad students, like being like, we like, we're like physics grad students and we like really need the second challenge to come out. And so I was just like, damn, like there's all these like insanely smart people. Like how am I possibly going to make something that is challenging to them when like, I'm not that smart. Yeah. And this is why I love the internet, which is there's just so much information and resources and help out there that just with a lot of effort, you can make things work. Yeah. And so I just put in a lot of effort and time into designing the challenge. And lo and behold, I still got annihilated by Andy because he's like this. But it was pretty hard. I mean, I, I don't know what Andy's up to or what's good with his head, but like <laughs> it's pretty insane that he did all that. Yes. Because I'm course. thinking about this shit. I don't think I would have gone past the first one. I mean, no, maybe... but Andy's like a, like a, a different, you know, where there's certain, Breed. yeah, certain people that you're, you can tell that they're cooking with different ingredients. Yeah. He's certainly that no, way. Different. He's also like, just, I don't know. He's like 19 yeah, or something. So, so clearly a savant, but Epic Project, like you really, people should really do that. It's not my favorite style video. Like if I was like being just like black and white, be like, what's my favorite of these? You mean? Yeah. Yeah. It's not mine either, but, but it's, it, it's undoubtedly impressive, quick, and just so in your face convoluted in such a good way. Like it's just undisputedly impressive. Thanks. Something um, talking about sort of insecurities or trying to figure out a, like a voice or a style, mm. which is like the internet has certain things. You're just talking about a clickbaity title. Yeah. <laughs> there are certain things about the internet, which I don't love. Yeah, of course. Just like, like anything. Mm -hmm. And one of them is um, sort of the, there's like a face that you have that's you mm -hmm. and then there's like your internet persona which totally. is like maybe i'll talk like this in real life and then in a video i'll be like hey guys welcome to the episode no, talk and, like that no, i but, do but, but what i'm don't. saying is like that's like a product of the internet which is mm -hmm. people say if you want your video to be successful you need to be energetic and you sure. need to like have this and the title needs to be this and the thumbnail needs to be this and you need to have like your green screen face and all this specific stuff that we've been told mm -hmm. And I think with that video, 
or with all these videos, honestly, it's trying to figure out, okay, like, how do I want to, like, how do I want to interact with people on the internet? And I mean, interact, it's like a sort of a one-way yeah. street because I'm posting stuff and then they watch it. But this video, when I was making it, I was like, ah, oh, is this too much? Like, you know, the way that I talk in that video is not how I talk in real life. Right. It's much more like this thing happened, then this thing happened, then this thing happened, then this thing happened. Totally. And I like of the videos I've made, I like the videos more that are just me being like, this is what I did. Yeah. And then this is what I did. You're basically dictating the process. Yeah. And it's just a bit more yeah. genuine. No, I but I like, one. I like, like I wasn't trying to rip on it at all when I said it wasn't my favorite. Like I kind of regret saying that, but you, you know what I meant. Jerk. No. And well, I think it's important. It was just is, very different than the maker man that I love. Yes. Um, the maker man that you love. But I, but that being said, like it just adds to the repertoire of your videos. Like if you just say year one as Sunday, nobody, this is what you made. Like what a wonderful myriad of styles and videos that I, you should be proud of. Can I ask you Seriously. A no. Yes. <laughs> Which is, um, something I have put a lot of thought into and I'm kind of curious what your take is, is to what extent should, do you think that there should be, and don't say whatever you think I'll kill you. What extent should there be variation in your style of video in terms of like, I'm trying to think of a couple of examples, but like several of these projects are, the ideas are totally different, but the structure mm -hmm. and the narrative mm -hmm. and all that is almost identical it's like i did this thing here's here's what i did here's how i did it and here's how i did here's at the end i'll show you again what i did that that structure is the same i love that i made that structure because that's what i like mm -hmm. to watch but it's also kind of rational yeah and it just like makes sense logically yeah. but um to what extent should you stick to a prescribed um and i don't mean that negatively prescribed set of uh structures in terms of the way that you present stuff. You don't want me to answer? I do want you to answer. I want you to say, I want you to give me your opinion on uh, how much you think it's uh, either, or the pros and cons of having a sort of regimented and... Um, I mean, it, it, it's just such an open-ended question. You're not gonna like my answer. Like, if are you saying that to have a successful business online or to feel creatively fulfilled as an artist or like, That's a good question. because it's both, it's whatever you want. If the, if the, if the, <laughs> form, if the formula works no, okay. and you enjoy I, it, I'll, I'll narrow it down. It. I'll narrow it down more, which is to create a long lasting and interesting okay. catalog of work. Okay. You're saying that hopefully like, is it people, boring? Yes. You just yes. continually be like, right. Oh, and this is how I did this. Okay, my next project. And um, so I did this. I don't think it's boring. Um, and I'll tell as you why. As long as the projects themselves yeah, are different. Because we're, we are really dissecting these to a point where it's like an archetypal, like, baseline formula. No one, like, no one's watching those videos <laughs> thinking about that. I'm serious. And it's <laughs> no, not a true. bad thing. Like, no, people no, no, are, right. like, like, sort of mindlessly scrolling yeah. and being entertained and enthralled. But... They're just thinking about, no, whoa, no Cheetos, <laughs> he built 3,000 pounds. Like, why would he do? No one's yeah. being like, well, this format seems sort of the same. So I'll say that. And I think that's true. I think, but that's still being true. Yeah. It can get stale because the internet is horrible and nothing's impressive anymore. Mm. You To impress the internet, if you do the same thing for a year, people are going to recognize you and then they will be unimpressed. Like, so that is true, but that's a really interesting point, which is as so soon as, true, bro. especially I will say it's an increasing 
level millennial it's gen z then millennials yeah. right millennials i, I are, actually don't know are younger i never learned I was, it. <laughs> boomers are the old people that's all i know <laughs> <laughs> i just get millennials and gen z confused i think millennials are the gen no, z is no, the no, newest gen z is the newest gen right. z is my, newest, gen z is my younger think. brother okay um gen z i think specifically millennials to some extent but i think more gen z is something uh i was watching a great analytical video on gen z humor mm -hmm. on like why memes have this is like i don't do this much research mm -hmm. in memes usually but there's a video on uh gen z or yeah gen z humor and sort of how memes have changed it was super interesting and it was talking about how as soon as something becomes recognizable it's immediately uncool yes 100 percent. and so i'm sort of like oh man if you reach a certain level of success like does that necessarily mean you're gonna like yeah the, no. it's, the, it's the emma chamberlain yes uh effect, effect which is yeah. Colin the Samir. more the what is it the Colin more Samir did the video about you right which is the more relatable you are the more successful you are the more successful you are the well, less relatable yes, you are yes yes it's just weird true but i don't think that's like you're too niche for that and like art is different art is a little more Art is just like it, it's just a thing. It's not it, like they're not relating to me. Uh, no, and I, and and I agree with that statement more for like musicians or like mm. celebrity uh, personas or I don't want to go to Harry trends. Styles content. Yeah, this is like corporate. Or exactly whatever. things like that. So okay. I would say that we have to end kind of soon. Don't say that. Well, it's four oh seven, but we still have plenty of time. But I'm just saying we gotta. I don't <laughs> want to wrap I, it up. I, I, no, no, we have we have like <laughs> twenty minutes. I don't want to just hard. Looney tunes you out when the time comes. So I'm giving you the 20 minute warning. Right. <laughs> and we could talk forever and people still listening miraculously. We talk a lot. And so this is nothing new, but yeah. Um, yeah. So I guess the next, I mean, I, we well, could talk about the sarcophagus and beans, the, but we don't matter. need to. We've, yeah. we've done gone through all but these, but my here's, favorite ones. Those are my two favorites sorry, team. Well, really. okay. I buried a sarcophagus and made some beans. It's the best yeah. one. I, okay. I want to ask you questions. I was almost pissed of how sick i thought it was when you sent me that <laughs> pre-release by the way baby no the beans are out no the sarcophagus i think you oh, oh or oh. one of them you sent me before you posted it. Yeah, i was yeah. like holy fuck inner circle yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it was uh, so flabbergasting go check them out anyways um, what were you gonna say? i, I want to ask you questions okay sure <laughs> if you want i'm too excited no i'm very excited um also, we, we probably covered a lot of what else i uh, also if you got more in your no list. these are just notes okay um Let's see if I did actually. Well, I got one for you. Okay, go ahead. You're reading. And we could, yeah, we talked about everything I want to talk about. Do you think that you are a more content or satisfied person with a, a, a more of a following online? Like, are you happier or more? I know happier is kind of a loaded word, but are you more fulfilled now in your life with 322,000 YouTube subs than when you had? 322 yes and no i mean just the thesis of our entire conversation break totally down, i mean down. it's it's you'd be naive to say it's not awesome especially for an artist because like, it's validating yeah it's validating you want people to see your art you want people to like your art like it's all these are all really obvious things i'm not some like hero zero percent ego like it's all like great or if even if I post like like photo dumps on Instagram, I get a couple thousand likes. People see like funny things I do or whatever. It's obviously great, but the real truth is it like the amount of viewership has given me opportunity and resource to do bigger scaled, awesomer things. And in in the advent of opportunity, I have learned a lot and become a better artist. Hmm. Um, if that makes sense. So that's the definitely thing. It's like scale raise. You improve. You work harder. 
you try, you know, like you get into a realm, just like surround yourself with like professionals. I got all this opportunity to surround myself in this, you know, big boy playpen where maybe I wasn't as legit or professional, but I became more because I tried and strive for it. Like all these opportunities helped me grow and I'm super lucky for that. But then the flip side is it's it just all shitty, dude. I'm like <laughs> super, I hate the viewership. It really bogs me down. Like the downside is everything sucks. No, it really is, man. It's like, uh, you really feel that way? Well, that like, that, yeah, it's when you say everything, what do you mean? Not everything. It's like the monetary success, which is the baseline for a lot of people's success, which isn't Less always mine, but it's also a real thing. Money's real. You gotta, you know, pay for things to live. You gotta pay for all this when that sort of, um, uh, gets fumbled around and is inconsistent. Um, it stinks. And when you harp on money for success and then you don't get as much money for YouTube, especially it's all viewership, sponsorship rates, all these things fluctuate a lot. And so it's just a bummer thing that you, you know, have to deal with, especially for me, I don't harp on it as much, but I don't think I harp on it any less than anyone else. Like it's just a real stinker in my life sometimes. There it is. There Double, it is. Double-edged sword that yeah. we've been talking about. Um, but it's awesome, dude. I mean, I feel so lucky. But I don't know if I'll do it forever. Like, again, my lease is coming up. I'm going to renew probably for another year. And then after that, I don't know. I mean... Well, this transitions perfectly into my next question, okay. which is uh, insecurities. Which is, what's something that you feel like you're sort of... I feel like there's different categories of insecurities. There's, like, mm -hmm. insecurities that you're like, well, this is sort of my go-to, which is like, okay, yeah, like, I don't... I'm, you know, I like my use of my time. Like that's yeah. an insecurity of mine. Um, oh, use of your time. Interesting. I used to have that. Not as much anymore. Was well, like where? How am I like spending my time? Yeah. Like I, I'm insecure about the idea that like I'm just overworking and like not valuing the people in my oh. life. But so yeah, like, I used to be think that like um like I don't want to grow old and regret the time I spent as like. Oh, interesting. I don't want to waste time like the scene from Inception. I've said this literally on this podcast before, like being an old man filled with regret. Yeah. Or if I Can't like get sick or like I uh, get in a car crash and become a paraplegic, I don't want to regret the free time I had. Mm. And that's like very kind of dark and deep. But anyways, continue. Well, uh, what would you say something about specific <laughs> to your, yeah, specific to your art and your work and your studio I don't mean like a insecurity in, well, sure, whatever. I think sometimes, the... I don't know if this answer, but sometimes I think I take myself too seriously and that I portray this like overly serious f version of myself and I get insecure. S serious in what way? Like sometimes I feel like I take myself too seriously, like in my videos where like I think I'm an expert or I think... Like, cause like, there's a lot of like romanticism in storytelling and painting. I don't know if you've done that, but like, I love theatrics and I love like drama, not like gossip drama, but like good versus evil or like, this is something really epic. And like, let's mm. portray this epicness in this really, um, and what? you feel like that is, t you've like gone too far. No, in that I just narrative? feel like I don't. I don't think people see it the way I do, obviously, because I'm the creator. And then I feel like people are like, who cares? And I get nervous about that. That's just an insecurity at its baseline. Okay. Does that's that a, make that's, sense? That's a good one. I mean, I, I would put Like sometimes I watch, back, watch my videos from even six months ago when I think it's a great project. And that's another thing, being in the pocket when I'm making a video 
and like you have all these ideas like oh this is what i want to say during this update in the video or this is how the sort of general flow or narrative of video i want to sort of like constantly crack on and then you're really into it and then i upload it, i'm like yeah and then literally when i <laughs> upload it you're you forgot you like you kill your baby yeah. you shoot your baby in the backyard but then i'll rewatch it six months later and i'll be like whoa like i kind of was like a little too Mm. I was but trying we're, to we're try. I was trying too hard. Maybe I don't know. No, we're our own worst critics. Yes, of course. Yeah, and I'm pretty good at not giving a shit anymore because like water under the bridge. Yeah, but I don't know. What about you? I mean, do you have an insecurity? You're such a little newbie, newbie on the internet. But I'm you're completely so cons- great. I'm uh, don't have any insecurities. You're I'm totally so well adjusted. I can't wait for the next year. Can we talk about like what your future is? Yeah. And we talk, I mean, we got to really wrap this up soon, but okay. like, like in an hour or two briefly, I mean, depending on when this kid comes, great. I have like two other podcasts I needed today. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Can you imagine Damn. that would make me feel really shitty if I was at someone's Double podcast. Dipping. Yeah. And I hear really big podcasters do that. I'm like, Oh, that sounds horrible. I'm not special. No, no. I, I totally get it. <laughs> no, no. Um, um, he was supposed to come yesterday. Everybody. I was you're right. I'm getting over sickness. Um, like your studio you're keeping insecurity are you changing anything let's call it your format your video making the projects is any of that changing uh do you have aspirations for anything else i hope it doesn't i'll just say that at least for a little while well so i if you had asked me a couple weeks ago or a month ago i would have been like i would i'm trying to increase the pace of my projects i did the pace of like i did how often projects this year okay it took like a lot of projects to be like two months. I remember you, we were talking about this. doing this. I was like, that's yeah. just too long. Mm-hmm. Like I want to do things more consistently. Okay. Even though I'm going to the studio every single day, basically. Yeah. I just didn't, I was like somehow in my brain. I, okay. Huge thing that I, I want to talk about, which is people being like, the only way to make it on social media or the internet is you need to post like yeah. seven times a day. No, yeah. You're, you're and a it's testament like, to that. No, I, I mean, yeah. Like stuff made here is another good example. So like, yeah. you can just put in a huge amount of effort into yeah. one project and potentially that could be another avenue. Like that's yeah. the road I've taken, which I 100%. like more, which is super low. I do quantity, too. I don't know what I'm thinking. Quanti- yeah. Well, it's whatever you, whatever you want. <laughs> but um, I think I had internalized a lot of that. So I was like, I need to be posting more. Okay. And then like I had a conversation with my girlfriend and also it was just like sort of self conversations of um, being like, okay, why, where's that pressure coming from? Like, do you currently feel like um, the, you're not satisfied with your current like workload? I'm like, no, I'm actually feeling like sort of overwhelmed with my current workload. So why do you want to increase it? And so if you had asked me a month ago, I would have said the thing that's changing is trying to get more projects out yeah. there. And then I remember I'm we pushing, talked about that. pushing back against that now. And I'm, okay. and I'm actually trying to, if anything, maintain or maybe slightly go down. Okay. Because I need to start figuring out how to balance my life better because yeah. otherwise I'll, um, my life will implode. Yeah. Probably. Um, I think you'll be okay. I do. I think you'll figure I'll, it out. I'll figure it out. But that, also figuring do, that out in, is rebalancing. Yeah. I need to yeah. figure out how to rebalance. And I think also people will lose track of scale and time. It's like a year is long in terms of you can get a lot of work done in a year but it's not that long to really no, flesh as, out as your a career like a year's not not even a career it's even just like a, a a new hobby and patterns of behavior like only now like you can say okay this was maybe a little detrimental to my life and <laughs> yeah. but it's like only a year man it's like you're gonna be okay and you're gonna figure it out like you're again you have a support system you're an educated person like i wouldn't worry about it. i know you're probably not worried and it's good you're aware but uh i just hope you keep going 
no and it I, doesn't it will, stop th- th- uh, i think that so a fuck I'm definitely, your girlfriend no girlfriend's <laughs> amazing it's like she's so out i of know i'm i'm so kidding um but <laughs> uh and i also don't want to make it sound like it's this like battle against like, me wanting to do yeah. art and her and yeah, it's just yeah. like it's like a battle against myself totally like, how do i battle against my inner yeah sort of the parts of my personality which can lead to some self-destruction yeah. in terms of like, oh, I'm, I'm doing so well with doing all my art yeah. stuff. Like, this is amazing. Well, but then, then it becomes I like imposter around. syndrome. That's what I dealt with. It's like everything on the surface level, I should be wonderful. I should be waking up every day, living my dream. Because you have the studio Because space. of, yeah, and all the other things in my life. But then mm. the truth is when you go to sleep and then mind in your head, you're not the, happy. The demons come. That's the, that's the real shit, man. A lot of people deal with that. Mm. And also, of course, with the advent of success, it's probably... Um, going to be in a different more way anyways what else what else do you want to talk about what else do you want to say well i hope you keep going can uh, you give us an inclination of another project you're working on come on man i know you are what's uh, a project you've well, do, okay do you have a project that you've thought about for a really long time that you haven't started that you know you're going to do one day no really no i i, I always this have is, a this few is of the those. low activation energy thing if mm-hmm. i'm like excited about projects i'll just do it next time like, oh next really project. okay nice. there, and and because i don't necessarily I think I limit myself like there's not some I don't have like Christo level like I, I'm gonna cover Central Park and Gates and do the you know the yeah. Empire State's building. I hope you do, man. But because that's eventually. so far outside of my financial means yeah. and just like general scale, like I don't have a team of people working with me. Obviously, you can easily get a team. Um, I don't. I, I don't want one. I know, but I'm saying if you wanted to cover Central Park and something, you could <laughs> get it done. People have been, and I could help so, you. Okay, so with the Beans Choir, that's a perfect example. Oh, it's like people so volunteering awesome. to sing in the Beans Choir is like a perfect example of like it was stuck in people, my head for days. But that's this is why I love the internet is that people all came together and were like, we want to support this yes, ridiculous idea, yes. and I I love that. Yes, about the internet, and so that I, that's like go Beans Choir people, I love you all. Thank Dude, you so much. It's so awesome. Um, I got both my parents to be in that. Nice. I, I'll show them to you later. Um, was everyone a good singer? It seemed like weirdly no, too good. But, but like, it seemed like weirdly good. Well, so here's like a thing. real choir. But like people were like, I, and I said in the emails, like you do not like it is not a prerequisite to be a good singer. You just need to be enthusiastic. Mm-hmm. And like so, I got probably like fifty percent of the people were like really bad singers. Okay. But like, I, and I'm a really bad singer. Hell yeah, I am. And but so I would just turn the volume slightly down on okay. the bad ones, and then crank up the good ones. But there was like probably five people that were like professional uh-huh. singers and so i really cranked those up one of them actually was a disney like i had sung professionally for disney in Whoa. some capacity and i was i re- she was a soprano i was just like damn this like one person is like really saving this whole thing is that your, is that your no, no no um and also i w- assume that actually if you put a bunch of people's voices together yeah, that are it, mediumly good it, it like balances it out. yeah yeah absolutely no, that's amazing yeah yeah so no projects in the future you have no idea you just wake up or bird poops on you and you're like i'm gonna go do it i just look at my list so you have nothing there on your list that you're like hmm well it's i hard mean, to believe you're not working on anything well I, fin- I just i frantically finished the beans project right mm-hmm. before i left and so we didn't I, really talk about your post-processing editing process that uh, i super no, nothing interesting I just yeah but record, i'm really i love that i record everything mm-hmm. bring it uh all you write a script how many takes is it no i just um bring it all in edit it chronologically and then you do the voiceover and then do the voiceover yeah. at the end yeah and i just describe it's easy to just describe what's happening right but it's really tasteful and again it's like i know it's like super simple but like your film background has to come through it's like all very super well helpful. delivered to your eyeballs and even your contextual 
conversation. It's not too much. It's like, what do you mean contextual? And then I was getting in my berries, and I was, you know. Uh, oh, you mean like the the description? Just anecdotally things. Yeah, it's not too in your face. Yeah, it's not over explained. That's that's something that I, again I was critiquing myself. I feel like I over I mansplain. Mm. I over explain. I love bomb. Gotcha. And I'm just well, I disagree, but okay, okay thanks. Love it. Um, well, well Eep, I'm really happy <laughs> you were here. I am very happy to have come yeah this we'll do one ring thanks my grandma's um sort of elven mixed with um, celtic i was i was gonna say morgoth yeah that's i like that word Mm -hmm. we'll do one of these like once a year hopefully great if you're into it if i still if i still have this place or we could do it anywhere in your holiday special i don't care and if people are still listening yes universe is awesome this is why because this is the best and there's a few people like you who i've really connected with recently there's another one Daniel Green, who's an author who writes fantasy stories. Um, was, I'm doing he a, the, was he on the podcast? No, not yet, but he's going to be. I'm doing this huge project with him. And it was all literally just through the internet. And I was ups- I was really into him. And I DM'd him. And then we started talking. Sounds so it was like almost opposite reverse. roles. Yeah. Um, and that's just this why the internet's awesome. Willed the friendship into being. Right, dude? I love it. Yeah. Well, thank awesome. you for having me. Of course. Um, it's the last podcast I'll ever do. Maybe. Until next year. And I had a wonderful time, so thank you. Long podcast, man. One, two, three.